A strange chill is falling over the already cold nation of Albionora. From the mountainous western coast of Vanover, across the stark expanse in the Allplain, all the way to the hidden and misty shores in the east, something worth apologizing for is brewing. Join our Canadian cavalcade of adventurers in celebrating the tabletop community with Sorry, a nationwide Canadian D&D adventure. Six tables over six different TTRPG podcasts to celebrate the true north. You can find episode one at Goblins and Gambles, episode two at Legends, a superhero story, episode three at Wonders and Blunders, episode four at God, Dicks and Puns, episode five at Tabletop Titties, episode six at Not Presently Deceased, and episode seven, our wrap-up discussion over on Tunnel Fission Games. Be sure to check out each episode description or visit soaryadventure.ca for more details about our shows, sponsors, and giveaway. We hope you enjoy the upcoming adventure, and we're sorry. Thank you so much for coming in for this very special episode where we're doing a crossover episode with many podcasts, and uh, I'll actually let the cast introduce themselves so for start uh mitchell go right ahead it's mitchell here uh i'm from the wonders and blunders podcast family comedy horror DD live play podcast and i play ben and whom on that and today i'm gonna be playing uh playing a gnomish monk named big merry mondays awesome uh so i guess i'm up next uh for the people who listen to our show, I'm Oscar. I'm the voice of Devlack on the uh, podcast God, Dicks, and Puns. Uh, for the people who don't know, uh, know us, the God, Dicks, and Puns podcast is a Pathfinder podcast where we try to learn uh, Pathfinder with you. Um, and uh, I'll be the DM, so we'll see what happens here. Uh, it'll either crash and burn or succeed beautifully. <laughs> There's no in-between. It's guaranteed to be one of those scenarios. And... Um, Next up on the list is Mike. Hello, uh, my name's Mike. I am the DM over at Wonders and Blunders. Uh, yeah, that 5e horror comedy podcast that Mitchell just mentioned. Uh, I am playing uh, Barry Bonesby, who is a little skeleton <laughs> paladin. That's so good. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. So uh, next on the list, that would be Emily. Hello, my name is Emily Matchett. My pronouns are she, her, and I am a player, producer, editor for both shows, Tabletop Titties and a Legends, a superhero story. Tabletop Titties is a queer feminist uh, D&D and Vampire the Masquerade show and stream. We've got both. Uh, and then Legends of Superhero Story is an actual play podcast using the brand new Legends, a, the superhero role-playing game system that will be uh, published later on this year. Um, and today, I am very excited to be playing Audrey, who is a halfling barbarian with a pirate background. Um, yes, I'm very excited for her. She has a trident. And she's just <laughs> angry all the time. That is awesome. And now, last but not least, <laughs> Noah. Uh, hi, my name's Noah. I'm a player for the Not Presently Deceased podcast. It is a podcast. There's not really much to describe it. It just kind of is how it is. It's run by Owen Dara, who I know is one of the people that helped organize a lot of the stuff here. Um, I am going to be playing a half satyr, half human warlock named Joey John. Uh, 
and he he's a sailor as well, alongside <laughs> the pirate barbarian. So we'll see how that goes. That is great. And now, uh, before we dive in this very special episode, which will be themed around battle wagons, so racing, we want to acknowledge the colonial history of Canada. And we would like to acknowledge how much Canada has and continues to take from indigenous people, people of color, people from the LGBTQ plus community, and other marginalized folks. Indeed, the effects of colonization are still felt to this day, and we acknowledge that this special event is being recorded on certain lands. So for my land in itself, it is in Ottawa, and that is the Algonquin Anishinaabe territory. Afterwards, I'll pass my torch, I guess, of recognition to Mitchell. Yeah, um, I'm a Newfoundlander, and we'd like to respectfully acknowledge the territory in which we gather as the ancestral homeland of the Beothic and the island of Newfoundland as the ancestral homelands of the Mi'kmaq and Beothic. We would also like to recognize the Inuit of Nunatsiavut and the Nunatukavut and the Inu of Nitasenan and their ancestors as the original people of Labrador. That was amazing. And now, Mike. So, yeah, we're, um, I'm also here recording in St. John's, Newfoundland on the stolen land of the Beothic and the Mi'kmaq. Awesome. And Emily? Yes, uh, I, in the Lower Mainland, I acknowledge that I am on the traditional territory of the Coast Salish people. Perfect. And Noah? I am a member of the Ottawa region. Respect that the land that I'm on was stolen from the Algonquin people of Canada. Thank you for listening to this part of the podcast. Uh, so we want to mention a couple of things and recognize some people that deserve recognition. Uh, if you'd like to know a bit more about the history of Canada, please look uh, for the link in our episode description. Now, as for the episode, to put our listeners into perspective, this is a 5E episode. It is not a Pathfinder episode for the people who are typically listening, just as an FYI. Um, and like I said, it is a battle wagon episode. So to put everyone into the scene, I like you to imagine you're in these racing arenas where you have like this loop that you have to go into. And now cue the whole team, Mitchell, Emily's character, Mike's character, Noah's character, trying to get into first place. You can see the sweat on everybody's body because of the intensity of the race. There's two people left. There's them and there's the Swear brothers who swear all the time. Um, <laughs> the team is seconds away from winning and then suddenly the Swear brothers bump into them and make the wagon crash. Another failed attempt at success <laughs> in battle wagon. <laughs> So our team's been in a rut for a while now. It's not been uh, going great in terms of success with the battle uh, whacking situation. Debt's been piling up. But luckily, after the race, you have this burly man that approaches and he comes over and says, Hello, my name is Jacques. I could not help but notice that you guys are really good at racing. Um, and... To be honest, uh, I would need some people like you uh, to do a race for me. It would be paid, of course. 
It uh, it is not um, how you say. It is not something I, I ask uh, for free. Um, and um, it uh, you might have heard of this race. It is the uh, Great Nakadian Race in the Knives Territory. Um, so this race, it is uh, it has very special prize and uh, is because I uh, am in company that, um, how you say, is, um, is trying to build the product. And well, I would need the prize to build the product. And um, if you were able to get it, you would be, of course, rewarded handsomely. I would. Uh, I, I know you. I've heard that the the situation financially not going great on your side of things. I would be more than happy to clear it if you uh, you wish to participate in the race, and you will have a big fat bonus if you were able to get the uh, the prize. We will be paid regardless if we win or not. Uh, yes, uh, but um, <laughs> it would be <laughs> it would be less if you you not win if you if you understand my gist. Yes, 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 of course, a bonus, as you say. Oh, yeah. Well, well, what do we think, eh, crew? And, uh, big, big... Oh, sir, surely you have this out of your system by now, Bartholomew, all of this racing business. Isn't it time to return home to uh, a life of... of Barry, how many times do I have to tell you? I... Bartholomew was my... My old name, I am, you can call me Big Mary, and you can tell my parents, I am, I live a life of danger. Now, danger and excitement behind the wheels. <laughs> tell them no such thing. But, fair enough, you can tell them whatever you'd like. Don't tell them anything, actually, if, if I'm being honest. And uh, just, you know, continue serving as my butler and co-pilot for uh, free. Right. How about you, Aubrey? Yeah, it sounds like a good time. I'm like polishing my trident. Lifting this guy up and down. <laughs> Can I do an inside check? I don't trust him. For sure. <laughs> First roll, I have zero insight. I did not look at my stats. I got 20, though. Um, so... <laughs> I feel like I need to prove it. Everything he's been telling <laughs> as of yet feels very authentic very real um you feel like maybe he's not necessarily mentioned like he, he might be hiding certain things but like in general he seems to be very like this things he, re- he was saying was in a uh, very authentic way he he did not want to screw you over yeah let's do it then <laughs> just like it'd be fun i don't see what well we have joey's seal of approval as well eh? <laughs> we, okay. there is the sort of a uh, small issue of our destroyed battle wagon. Uh, yes. Um, well, that is actually what I was going to get to. If you accepted, you would get a, um, a, uh, a renovated package. Um, I actually have one in the, uh, the back. It is, uh, it is not the same as that one. It is, uh, how you say, a wrestling ring, you know? Uh, we stuck some rockets in the back, so it should go relatively fast. Um, and uh, the only catch is uh, to to hit the buttons. You kind of have to do a few wrestling moves. So I don't know if you're comfortable with that, um, but up to you. Oh, but okay. Um, I mean, I feel we are all born performers. What what sort of wrestling? The top rope uh, sort of thrill of the crowd, sort of 
professional or sort of more singlets and uh, the, I believe the uh, the orcish Roman uh, traditional wrestling? Uh, it's a very good question. Um, so <laughs> uh, it's a it's a it's a mix of both, a bit of MMA in the mix as well. If you're able to uh, to do some Muay Thai on the side, it hurt a bit the elbow if you do it too many times with the right elbow. But I recommend uh, to try um, to find your own style. Is what I will say. As long as you hit the button, typically it tends to work. Oh, well, jolly good then. Cue to you guys seeing your racer, your battle wagon. So if you'll refer to roll 20, I'll move you guys to see the wrestle engine. So Ooh. you'll see the actual chairs are not there in the battle wagon. Uh, but for our audience, so it's really a wrestling ring um, with Lucha Libre put on, uh, on there. Uh, and you have some wheels in the front you also have like some on the sides you have like these big buttons that says it's wrestlemania mash time right in <laughs> um and then you also have like an orb in the front that kind of seems to be like this interesting spherical contraction that kind of like seems to be powering the three rockets in the back aside from that it kind of has like two like uh little wings added to the side, which seems to be more decorative than anything. Any questions as of yet? Is there like a uh, uh, a sort of a, a front compartment where the, the pilot would go, or is all of it done through wrestling? For the wrestle ring, essentially you're seeing it from up top, but what would happen is where there's like the spherical engine area, it's kind of like sealed off. Like you can enter via a door and you can see like a window to enter the, the spherical um, system. And for the Lucha Libre, it's kind of imagine like a boat that has like it curved up. Hmm. So like half of the Lucha Libre, so up to like the the tortoise area would be uh, covered. The other half would be out in the open for like if you want to do more zany wrestle, wrestling moves. So like if you want to jump from the ring and all that, um, that's your progress. Sick. Excellent. And and it has wheels, eh? Like uh, uh, Big Mary just kind of lifts up the, the skirt around the side of the ring. Yeah, you see like <laughs> these big, huge wheels, like monster truck wheels attached mm-hmm. to this thing. Well, that's, that's comforting. <clears throat> yes, of course. Um, like I said, um, no offense, but I feel like the problem was not the team. It was more the battle wagon that was... Uh, the, the problem for winning like you were very close it is uh, but like I said it is uh, I believe that with this wrestling uh, battle wagon you will destroy the competition in a healthy way yes yes of course uh, yes our old battle wagon was, was so long and lean and sort of wicked the wind across it I'm excited to drive this square <laughs> oh. Yes, uh, well, like I said, it is uh, it is a beauty. Um, well, if we're in business, um, I have a contact in the Knives. He will meet you there. Um, he will have a bit of cash on hand uh, if you want to do a bit of on-hand modifications. As I know, it is something typically uh, drivers uh, like uh, and teams like to do. Um, and... Uh, Yes, if all goes well, you'll get a big fat bonus, um, and he will also have the cash on hand for uh, for your payment for participating in the race. Perfect. When when is the Excellent. race? 
It is in um, a month, so it should give you roughly like uh, the time to arrive there, uh, get settled in uh, the village. Um, and um, yeah, um, I wish you the best of luck and hopefully I get uh, get the item. It is, uh, to describe you, it is, how you say, um, a, a tree with some, some blackberries in it. So... Um, You'll get more details once you're there, and uh, yeah, best of luck. Uh, thank, thank you, Jacques. Sure. So, cue the scene of you guys going through a long battle wagon, perilous journey. You fight trasks, you fight dragons, you fight orcs for some reason, and then you arrive at uh, the knives territory, and you arrive in this this village that seems to be practically born and bred for battle wagon racing so you see like the smiths are like they're building up like these these rims uh they even are uh, like you have like artificers like building the wheels and all that and as you approach in the village uh you see various shops and areas specialized in battle wagon racing so what do you do can we upgrade our wagon here you can upgrade your wagon in this area as long as you can justify how so like for example like the reason more into context is this is an area specialized in battle wagons so if you're able to make me an argument what like using a skill as to how you should be able to do it mechanically uh i decided to in the end keep up the the dc's present uh in the the rules so one to 15 right and as long as you tell me why the skill should be used it it'll apply is a failure so it's a minus one to one of your stats of my choice and you don't get a stat increase 16 to 20 is a success so you get to choose one stat that you're going to get a plus one and one stat that you get a minus one so it's kind of just like moving it moving the the bonuses and then 21 and over is a great success you get a plus one in uh the stat that you want and no drawback so just a straight plus one um so i i think yeah barry would just start walking around really with his nose up at all of this stuff clearly not and and for for context barry is a skeleton uh but he is the skeleton of a gnome so he's a very small skeleton and he's wearing a little suit of armor that clearly he used to wear in life but now that all of his muscles and guts and skin and gross stuff are gone (laughs) uh the armor barely fits so it's just rattling on all of his bones the help visor is falling up and down as he walks around <laughs> we're uh, all so small he's looking for like an armorer of some kind an armor for the actual uh, vehicle or for for yourself uh for the actual vehicle okay perfect so after looking around a bit you end up seeing mm. this guy so a red-haired dwarf that's working on what seems to be like um a hull of a battle wagon with a cigar in his mouth. Just walk up. Um, excuse me. Yes. I have uh, maybe the most difficult task of your life if you're up to it. The most difficult task of my life. Yes. We are to be piloting a square defended only by ropes. This has me severely concerned as my liege will be piloting this vehicle and I must keep him alive. And so... You, therefore, must keep him alive. Uh, we, we would require some type of shielding. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> um, and question for you before I do the assessment and uh, 
uh, determined uh, the price of uh, fixing said uh, vehicle. I notice, no offense, you don't have any large pouch coin with you. Because from what you're telling me, it's, it's going to cost a fortune. Well, let me tell you, and I can assure you that the, the price of it is not... It, it will waver in the face of the destruction that the house that I am from will rain down on your tiny well-being, sir. This entire place would be raised to the ground by the armies that I represent. I step up next to the ske- next to Barry and I go, yeah. hey, <laughs> you're going to listen to my skeleton friend here. I hold my trident up next to his head. <laughs> so roll me an intimidate check. Got that that pi- that pirate background, bad reputation. That would be a nineteen with a trident in hand and with go. the very weird noises he's hearing from the artwork. He's like, "Okay, okay, I'll check and assess <laughs> without a fee, and uh, I guess we can talk about payment maybe later." So uh, the dwarf with his cigar puts it out, takes another cigar, puts it back in his mouth, uh, lights it up, walks towards the battle wagon, looks at wrestling ring in the arena. He's like, whoa, it is a tough task. Not the hardest I've ever done. That was back in 23 in the great battle wagon WrestleMania area, which it might have pieces of, but um, it's doable. It's doable. It would take me maybe, and he thinks a bit, ponders. Uh, if I round up the guys, maybe I'll be able to fix it up in a day or so. We're not going to sleep much, but uh, it'll be done. So, uh, about the payments, um, how are you guys going to pay me and the boys? No offense, but we have uh, we're dwarves and we have uh, our, our kids to feed, yeah, you know? Bob, he has 20 kids, so he can't really work for free. Um, Jeff has two, so he, he can do some, some work a bit cheaper sometimes. Uh, their proclivity has nothing to do with what we have done. They've made their 22 roughly mistakes, and we will not pay for the food that goes into their mouths. Good lord. Well, that's they are actually going to <laughs> assist, so that's why I was going to ask if you could pay for poor Bob's kids. Because, no offense, but they're, they're not too good when they're working on an empty stomach. Yeah. Uh, yes, perhaps the children could assist. Would that not cut down on the costs? Right. Of course, with a feast, then. A feast, okay. Um, that, that could pay part of it, but there's also the cost of, like, getting the material, bringing the material here. Yeah. <laughs> Also, just if I don't forget that there's also the, um, well, the guy well, that you're supposed to meet up. So, yeah. Um, oh, of course, yes. The man we're supposed to meet here. Yes. I've, I remember now. We ha- we're, we're on our way to go find some uh, money situation. We're supposed to meet up with someone. So if you could get started and then we'll be back to talk to you, that'd be great. You know what? Sure. By the time we get Bob's 20 kids rounded up, it'll probably be... Uh, time to, to rediscuss so uh so yeah so he starts uh walking off waddling off of his cigars um and you, you see like he grabs like a couple of kids by their <laughs> beards sometimes like come on enough do- lollygagging uh and like pushes them towards like grabbing materials and uh they're starting to uh their work on so now that that's happening what do you do 
<laughs> gotta go find this this person we're supposed to meet up with. <laughs> Whose name was Find the Original Man. Jeff. We're me- meeting up with Jeff. Yes. Brunch with Jeff. So, speaking of brunch, you actually see uh, a person that's like, oh, yes, hello. Oh, and like, he's like, just like really all over the place. You know, he's like the type of person that likes to be the center of attention. And he's like, oh, and then he stops, looks at you guys, he's like, one moment, Janice, and uh, I will be back in an hour and let my table there, I will eat the five pieces of salami later. No, don't let them. No. And you see that, like, there's this lady that's kind of, like, just, like, looking angrily at him and has, like, a salami and just drops it in the mouth of a dog. He's like, how dare you? I will be back for those. And walks towards you guys. Uh, apologies. Uh, you are, I believe... People uh, sent by Jacques. Yes, yes. Um, perfect. Yeah, yes. Uh, what are you here from? I, he, he contacted me by mail. He said that I had to pay for expenses or something like that, which is no problem for me, but uh, yes. Well, then I believe we have a dwarf and 22 dwarf children uh, that you could speak to. Uh, they are currently armoring our square, our battle wagon. Square. That's right. It's the um, battle, ra- the Great Nicadian race. Assume. Ah, oh, that's yeah. that's right. He he was speaking about uh, having a team participating this year. Awesome. Um, so you see, he just yes, and that is us, of course. Yes. Looks at you guys. Like, I've seen. What's that supposed to mean? Uh, oh no, no. Aubrey, no. the man was. I think. Are you saying that we don't look like we're good racers? Um, I would never say that. I would I would think it sometimes, but I would never say it about a team. And you seem like a fairly adequate team for the job. Well, I'll take that backhanded compliment any day. And you see, uh, for nice. your troubles, and he like has a big pouch, puts his hand in, and you can see that it kind of like disappears for a second. Pops out another pouch. He's like, for your troubles, you'll, you'll need some for, for the inn and and he, he pops out even more pouches. And you, if you look into it, you see like there's a, a decent amount of gold. Like there's there's a fairly lump sum. If you ever need more, I'll contact me. I'll I'll be dealing with the salami situation. My apologies. Uh, so yeah, so he's uh, priorities. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, so he's in the rusty inn. So if you ever want to contact him, he'll be there. Jeff, the salami guy at the Rusty right. Inn. I just threw a few <laughs> apostrophes in there. It's actually yeah. a page. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's your uh, total bonus for Intimidate, uh, Emily? Uh, it's plus two. 22. Okay, so I'm going to say because it's a natural 20, I'm going to go with the roll of cool. You can pick one stat as a team that you want to upgrade. Did we roll a nat 20? She did. I rolled an I rolled an at twenty on my intimidation. Oh, sweet. <laughs> First roll of the show. Thanks. Wait, no, it wasn't. I was my my wait. Yeah, it was a natural twenty. Yep. There it is. No, the nat twenty was the inside. Yeah, the first insight, the nat twenty on Jock. I think I believe it was a nineteen. Oh, it was a, it was 19. a nineteen intimidation. Okay. Yeah, so I, yeah, I rolled a seventeen. Okay, for the- so our battle wagon catches on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Spontaneous <laughs> combustion. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yikes. You see the door, it's like, I told you not to give them no yeah. food before they work. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that, that's a success. So you can uh, move a stat point if you'd like. Worst comes to worst, it just happens to be the same thing. It just looks nicer. What do you guys do? Um, so we could, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at our wagon stats here. We got dex plus one, strength plus one, speed plus one, attack buff plus three. Could we take from like a negative from maybe attack buff and put it somewhere else or. Yep. Okay. So we can do that or we can go down to a zero and bump something else to, what do you guys think? Should we go for a specific strategy or? Well, you'd know, uh, 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 Big Merry Mondays is a, uh, he's a finesse driver. Glass cannon? Yeah, that's locked in cannon. He's all about the, the lines and the race. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, so we could either double down and, and, and make our decks really good or lower the decks because mine is already strong oh yeah just take that into consideration your stuff because you're piloting oh no i'm kind of good with anything i mean having more speed i feel like plus one to speed is yeah. probably probably good yeah yeah sounds good sounds in good. a race sounds good in a race uh yeah but and drop maybe our attack buff so we we keep the plus ones everywhere attack buff goes to plus two instead of plus three yeah that sounds good that seems pretty yeah. evenly spread then if we lower our attack buff to mouth, we just have to rely on attack to start on like Your guy. me and Audrey just taking out the pilots and crew. Yeah. Can do. I'll be sniping them from the cannon spot. <laughs> Throwing those top rope elbow drops. Exactly. <laughs> That's uh, Eldritch Blast. And <laughs> Eldritch Blast drop an aberration on the yeah. crew, you know. The uh, elbow, elbow blast. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I think that's... I would like it shown for the audio yeah. that I was shaking my head at. Yeah, no, I, see, when we play with other people, they laugh at my jokes. It's not yeah, like... they feel bad for Everyone you. just... <laughs> everyone on our podcast just shakes their heads. <laughs> not even hard enough to be recorded. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think that sounds... that's That seems pretty good. Probably drop the attack and, and yeah. up the speed. What you see is uh, when you come back, you just see these uh, this like huge amount of like dwarfs essentially uh, that are working on the engine and they're like, hi, uh, we optimize the engine system so it's a bit quicker and uh, it should be all set. Uh, food, please. Do we? We don't have the food yet. We can procure that. Would you just prefer to be paid? Excuse me. Um, uh, what was the the redheaded dwarf? What was his name? Uh, the, the leader. You there. Scoo, uh, hello. Barry, talk to the man, would you? You made uh, introductions. Uh, yes. Dwarf, angry dwarf. Come here. No, you come here. Ugh, fine. <laughs> Where, uh, they're, they're, they're done. We have money now. Uh, that's perfect. So, um, if you could hand me over roughly, uh, let's say, modifications, yeah. You know what? Uh, Let's call it 500 gold pieces. I'm feeling nice today. And uh, yeah, Barry All just right. looks back at everyone. Um, just let me see how many are in here. <laughs> just, just. It's like a lot. <laughs> I just toss them in my bag. I'm like, here. Yes. <laughs> you, you, you busy yourself sure. counting out the 500 and we'll trust you. Eh? So like a minute after, it's like, yep, yeah, all good. Thanks. 
Like, it's a quick, super Excellent. great thing. Incredibly quick counting. That's amazing. <laughs> well, it's, it's, you know, it's rough time. The dwarfish way, of course, yes. yes. So if you don't mind, I have to go p- feed these uh, these 20 dwarfs. So uh, pleasure doing business with you. And he puts out his cigar, takes another one. He's like, I'm going to die when I'm 50 with these kids. God damn it. Uh, walks away. Such a young dwarf to have so many children. Okay. If we could magically buff our AC or something. Yeah. A little wart. Yeah. That'd be interesting, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Let's do that. <laughs> Fun to imagine. Uh, yeah, so I think I think uh, Big Mary kind of adjusts his... Uh, oh, yeah, never. He, he's wearing like a, a bright pink silk bomber jacket. The holy, like a chalice, like a... Like a holy wreathed halo on the back, like like a you know like the Holy Grail basically, like a big ornate cup on his back, and uh, he's got little leather short shorts on. Uh, <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, and and he has um, he's got a uh, mutton chops, and they uh, go up into like he's got a, the cul-de-sac, like the classic kind of friar tuck haircut. Nice. But it's uh, like dyed like a pearlescent pinkish purple. Yeah, so he adjusts adjusts the coat and uh, the jacket and starts uh, looking. Okay, yes, a, a magical ward, of course, would be lovely. And starts looking for magicians. Mm-hmm. You actually see there's uh, plenty of like little uh, in the open shops that are like magic uh, enhancements, magic enhanced coat. So like there's plenty of little shops. Uh, <laughs> uh, and there's actually two that are like, I'll do you one better. No, I'll do you one better. And uh, you notice mm. that those two people are twins, and they turn towards you guys like, "Hello, hello! Would you like an enhancement?" Yes, of course we would. Yes. Uh, what do you say, Joey? Which one of these looks the um, most trustworthy? Eh? May not be that smart. Can I make like an inside <laughs> check on both of them or something like that? Maybe yeah. I just want to see. For sure. Uh, that's a twenty, not natural. With the twenty, you notice that the they're probably very good at magic, probably from your guess the way they're they're doing stuff, but not so much in business. I can see that from when they were arguing in the middle of the street. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go with the one on the left or the one on the right? Pick me! No, pick me! I'll give you the best deal. No, I will give you the best deal. And you see, they they keep bickering, uh, like trying to one up each other. Well, the vibes with these twins. <laughs> Which one should we do? Should we put it to vote? Well, you there, and Big Mary points to the one on the left. What uh, sort of deal would you do to provide magical protection to a battle wagon? I would cast a spell that would protect it forever. It would be permanent. I guarantee you, it would be the best spell. And then the other one chimes in and is like, no, I do the best spells. You know that. I was the best in enhancement school. And they keep bickering uh, back and forth. Right, right, right. Yes, of course. You're both very talented, I'm sure. The money, how much would you charge? I think I know what's going on here. Just which one of you only tells truths and which one only tells (laughs) lies? Oh, I should have seen this coming. Of course. So you, if you're the liar, will not give us a good deal. But of course, if now if you were your brother, well, which one of you is the liar? And you see the point at the same person, uh, at the opposing twin. Yes, of course. It's quite difficult if you sort of ask them both. Yeah. Eh? One chimes in and says, <clears throat> for you, I'll, I'll do it for 
for 600 gold pieces. And then the other one says, no, I'll do it for 300 gold pieces. And then the other one's like, what? I'll do it for 250. And like, you know what? Let me just roll to see if we cash on. No. Okay. That's a three on the dice. That's a six on the dice. I think we might just stand here till they go down to nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like an excellent Until they're paying us. Just just keep keep it going. So, okay, I haven't been rolling over 10 as of yet. We haven't passed the... Oh, God, <laughs> that's another two. Okay, um... At a point where they're like, we will... I will pay you 50 gold pieces as long as you say that I was the one that did it. And the other one's like, I will do you one better. I will... I can't give you money, but I'll give you an extra bonus. So essentially what... Instead of the typical plus one... Uh, if you're able to do it properly, you'd get like a plus two. Yeah. Winner! Deal! Daniel, this man here. Yes, it sounds quite good. So, uh, chop chop, eh? Daylight is burning. So you see the the guy walks with a twin. He's like, ha, I won today. And they both walk towards the battle wagon to do the, the magic. <laughs> Most unusual brothers, eh? Do you guys supervise them? Do you let them do their thing? What do you do? I think, I think, I think we, supervise. we see I, little... Yeah, I think I want to watch this one. If not so much for the fact that they're going to bicker, it's more so for the entertainment value that comes from it. So you start seeing them, like, tracing, like, magical sigils on the, the battle wagon, uh, which now has... By the way, I was curious... In your head, what was the modification, uh, aside from, like, is there any artistic enhancements that the dwarf did or specified, you think? I think, uh, what do we think about, like, a, at the front, almost like on a, on a train, like a cow catcher, like one of those skirts, mm. uh, like a, like a, like a metal, kind of like a burnished copper dwarven, uh, like a, like a snow plow type yeah. situation at the front. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then maybe along like the, the, the sides as well it continues. Like something sort of around the bottom, leaving like that uh, the, the 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 ropes and stuff. Like protecting the wheels and the chassis. Instead of Perfect. just a skirt. Uh and now going back to the twins, uh, you see they're starting to work uh, work and you can see they're really good at their craft. The problem is every time they try to finish the sigil, their brother comes in and tries to kind of like mess it up you notice mm. and then they start mm. bickering it's like how dare you you know it would have been perfect if it wasn't for your handsy pansy business uh and they keep bickering and bickering and it doesn't seem to move forward uh, g- g- gentlemen well maybe pick a side hey eh? too many too many twins uh, will salt the soup as the old saying goes eh? so maybe if if one of you works to the left and one works to the right, and then we will judge after who did the best job, eh? All right. I'm just trying to figure out which skill I want you to roll. Uh, roll a persuasion for me. That is a 12. With a 12, they keep bickering still. So they're still like, ah, why would I do that? He would take more space than me. Okay, well, that's me, Don. May, may I try? <laughs> sure. Oh, after, of course, Joey, after you. All right, can I just, like, turn to those? Like, if you're going to keep bickering and continue messing up each other's work, we could simply say you both did completely lousy jobs and not dig either of your business. You guys can just sit bickering in your streets once more. Roll with persuasion with advantage. Yeah. 
That. Oh, hang on. I forgot it was advantage. 24. Ooh, wow. Okay. So with a 24, they're like, no, no, we need this money. We're, we're barely keeping it as it is. So they end up doing such a great job because they're so scared of losing business that instead of getting a plus two, you get a plus three. Ooh. Like this is Mastercraft. Yeah. Like you, you can see the sigils. And if you were, if you're a magic caster, you would know that this is some very high quality stuff. Yeah. Dang. So yeah, mechanically, you Heck can yeah. distribute the plus three as you like. Oh yeah, yeah. Anywhere. Anywhere. It's it's such a Anywhere. wonderful craft that. Uh, okay. You kind of see like it's you know imagine like in uh, I don't know if you ever watch anime like there's like a pop up that lets you press or like. So, um, just press hmm. where you want the enhancement to go, and it, it'll be done. What do we think? We could bump our AC up, too, and then put that plus one back into the attack buff. Yeah, that'd be pretty handy to have, honestly. Yeah. So, at 19 for the AC, we're never getting hit. We're never <laughs> getting hit. They tried to hit us. Knock on wood! <laughs> <laughs> we could also just go 20 AC, which is pretty wild. Yeah. We never get hit. Or plus <laughs> five speed. Plus five speed. <laughs> we, yeah. died, we died on one hit, but we're already just, they just throw <laughs> dust as we're already halfway down. Should we also consider boosting the HP of the wagon? Question mark? Can we do that? For the HP, it's an increment five per point. Mm. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm going to be repairing the damn thing, so. Yeah, we could throw, uh, throw five in there. And then do yeah. yeah, bump the HP to forty-five and the AC up to nineteen. That sounds, sounds good. Sounds good to me. I like it. Okay, perfect. So as you start getting into the village, it's been two days. Going on the third day, you know, you've been getting money. You've been, you know, try out some food and all that, and you see like some battle wagons coming in. Like there's a couple that you you take notice that you're assuming they're they're a bit. Uh, you know, there's the small kit battle wagons and there's the actual big ones. Uh, the ones that seem particularly interesting. Well, the first one is you see like the slim battle wagon and there's like three gnomes with rapiers on their hilt on that battle wagon that kind of stares, uh, stare at you with daggers. You have another, which is a huge hulking battle wagon, but it kind of seems like it's been like put together in a shoddily way more towards like uh i don't know if you've ever heard about uh, warhammer 40k the orcs so in, mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. fashion so it's very much like steampunkish but like sketchily done slap shot yeah. and yeah. uh, uh more more wood than you'd be comfortable seeing <laughs> exactly uh, you see cool. like a few <laughs> screws loose for some weird reason and that is yeah. uh of course uh with the orcs in their uh, battle wagon looking at you very confident you know they feel like confident and safe in their battle wagon giving you a thumbs up i flip them off if they're giving us the thumbs oh yeah up. <laughs> you flip them off? I, I give, absolutely i give them the thumbs up back they, they seem polite <laughs> 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 yeah barry is becoming better friends with audrey by the minute i think <laughs> barry does the same double birds so all the uh, the male orcs just like thumbs up even more and the one female orc notices you, she gives you like the hand as the, the middle finger. I started competing with you. <laughs> Another one that you see uh, moving by during the week is a very aerodynamic battle wagon. So it seems very like, think of a plane essentially, like a plane on wheels, like very aerodynamic. Like it's practically, it lo- if yeah. you could describe it, it's practically like 
if you put an arrow into a battle wagon format. Uh, and that's four tabaxis that have that. They have their bows in their back, and they they seem like the the like they don't smile. They're not angry. They just like look down, and they seem to be like kind of keeping it to themselves. Not in a sketchy way, but more in like you know, it's been a long trip. I, I don't want to talk type of. Sorry, how many orcs were on the orc? So f- the orcish. Wagon? So for the orcish wagon, you had three male orcs and one female orc. Okay. And then the the first one only had th- it was, so it was three gnomes, four orcs, and four tabaxis. Four tabaxis. So um, then got to keep track of all the people I yeah. get to hit. Afterwards, uh, one that you see like coming in, and this seems like you can already tell this one is going to be problematic. You hear like you know like when you go in cars and you hear like the music pumping out of the car type of situation. <laughs> like that's what's happening with this one. Like it's like a small. Relatively small vehicle made with metal, but you can hear like boots, 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 and you have like uh, some sprites that are like "Whoa, what's up?" Saying "What's up?" But, like just in a general direction. Um, and there's six of them, and they're just like they're they are making noise and they are annoying. Excellent. Finally, towards the end of the week, you see two more battle wagons, uh, or more so, one that's a battle wagon and another one that's more so something else. The first one. Essentially, imagine if a tank existed in D&D, that, that'd be it. It's like a very heavily armored tank, and you just have like little latches that extend, and you see dwarfs coming out, uh, drinking their beer while, uh, while piling, drinking, driving, of course. By the way, for the listeners, do not do. That's a bad, bad decision to do. Don't get it DIY. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> and finally, towards the last day of the week, you have this huge moose that has like the, uh, the <laughs> hull of a, ba- a battle wagon on top of it. You just hear it say uh, <laughs> once, I am Mega Moose. <laughs> and on top of it, you have nice. three human riders on the hull of a supposed battle wagon. I assume they're in uh, flannel. Yes. Fla- flannel and toques. Yes, they are in flannel and toques. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> um, and if you'll refer to roll 20, you'll have like a rough approximation of what's the situation. You'll see that your battle wagon is, it's the wooden, but for the rest, you should have a good approximation of what is happening. So you have the orcs in their hodgepodge carriage. You have the arrow with the, the tabaxis. That's the name for the gnomes. That's the dragonfly. As for the orcs, that is the wheel crusher. For the tabaxis, it's the arrow. For the dwarfs, it's the forge. So this like hulking tank of a battle wagon. The roaring sprites, well, they have the flame striker. So it's a small lightweight craft that's piloted by six sprites. And then finally, you have Megamoose, who is Megamoose. Nice. Megamoose is above puny introductions. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you all know me. I'm Megamoose. <laughs> of course. Of course. You know how I make no my No need for an introduction here. Uh, do we get to name our wagon? Yes, you do. Or does it come with it? Yes! <laughs> I was actually excited for this. I was like, please let's name our wagon. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess... Oh, no, is that right now? I hold yeah. up. Yeah. Just thinking. No pressure. Yeah, thinking. This will be recorded. Everybody will hear yeah. the <laughs> name of the battle wagon. The the wrestling fling. The, the No, that's... Um, the wee-woo wagon. 
Um, <laughs> random wagon generator name. <laughs> random wagon name generator. <laughs> like Are the we gnome just Cena? It has to be a pun. <laughs> I mean, okay, fair enough. I'm not going to complain. Our podcast is God's dicks and puns, so it, it fits perfectly in our, our gig. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Wagon. Well, we could do the um, <laughs> we could do the uh, WWF, <laughs> which is oh, the wheelie really, wheelie really fast. The wheelie yeah. wheelie fast. And then mid race, we get sued by uh, the World Wildlife Fund and. <laughs> <laughs> Have to change it to the wheelie wheelie <laughs> wheelie fast. Uh, so, is the wheelie wheelie fast a winner, or is there any <laughs> other competitors to this name? Um, I like it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think wheelie wheelie, wheelie, wheelie fast. fast, wheelie wheelie fast winner with the old eighties WWF <laughs> logo. Yeah, perfect. So. Uh, I'm assuming like we're we're doing a montage in that situation. Like they're just putting like the the huge logo of the WWE. Please don't sue us. Mm-hmm. We're, we're a nonprofit podcast. <laughs> Vince, I know Vince. We go way back. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, so it's stuck onto the logo. It's ready to go. And then okay, so yeah, like in the middle of the of the ring, we put down the wheelie wheelie fast. Logo instead of the like over top of the old Lucha Libre, absolutely. Uh, thing I think, uh, while while the whoever's freehanding the logo, they've got some paint left uh, nearby, and I think Big Mary's gonna get into that and start painting uh, Barry's armor, uh, to make him fit in. He's gonna give him like a like the 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 helmet, he's gonna paint up like a uh, Lucha Libre, the Mexican wrestler traditional style, so like. Bright gold around the visor and the eye area, and then like wild pink and blue and green, just kind of mishmashed together. Yeah, that's been Big Mary's project. <laughs> Barry <laughs> doesn't stop you. Deep down, we all know that that was yes. Barry's ultimate like indulgence. Yes. You know, he would always watch mm-hmm. WWE. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Uh, uh, we come up to the next day, um, and for some weird reason, instead of like lights on top, you see three humongous colored boxers. One that's green, one that's red, one that's yellow, in the order that you typically see a, in a racing car. And you see this huge hulking uh, Goliath go like on a podium while you're all in your battle wagons, almost set to go. And uh, they have like a little uh, audio speaker and they have like a little list. At this point, we've done a, like a little bit of practice, yep. maybe uh, figuring out how to do the wrestling moves to make the the wagon uh, uh, juke and boost. I think we realized we don't want to be having to body slam each other. So we hire a local guy like U- U- Eugene Jobbersmith. And he's just in like a basic black Andre the Giant singlet. He's just like, hey. <laughs> yeah. I can get behind that. Yeah, he's going to do the job <laughs> for uh, for old Barry and, and take some body slams and some leg drops. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely good. <laughs> and probably get killed. <laughs> Almost certainly right, will be let killed. Let me just roll for his HP real quick. <laughs> We're going to have to protect him at all costs. <laughs> oh, you sweet Eugene. 
have to protect Eugene. I'm just picturing like this. This is a, a fairly safe race, right? I, I'm kind of new to town. I'm just a good wrestler. It's absolutely safe. Oh, there's nothing. St- <laughs> I dropped into an Irish accent. Hold on. Uh, Big Mary, yes, of course. Nothing safer than battle wagon racing, as the old saying goes. You, you got nothing to worry about. Bartholomew, you have paid this man to die. This is not <laughs> what he sent you out here to do. Cool. So I'll get my five gold pieces <laughs> at the end. That's. Yes, of course. Payment upon completion. <laughs> I'm just imagining poor Eugene Aww. Job Smith, just like too innocent for this world. Protect yeah, and uh, a, a big Mary just closes Barry's visor. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, I'll see you on the I'll see you on the battle wagon race. Cool, yo. Yes, Eugene. Simple Eugene. What a find, hey? They say a rube is born every minute. And I think he was born twice. Right? <laughs> sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. T- t- I tell you, Joey, everyone's going to know you're, you've, you have dark magics if you keep muttering sacrifice. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's not dark magic if it's fey. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Possibly. As the old saying goes. <laughs> I can't believe it. He's probably... If he does, it's just, I know it's sad in the real, uh, in that world, but it's just going to be hilarious. It's like, but my five <laughs> pieces. And- yeah. No, Fa- I will protect this poor, poor man. <laughs> yeah. I will do my Paul. best. <laughs> oh, yes. I also just, uh, I think I, uh, Big Mary's finished off. He's, 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 he's drawn big muscles on Barry's armor and uh, <laughs> chest hair. <laughs> well, this is in poor taste. Uh, I miss those things yes, very just, much. You know, imagine what it, remember when you had muscles and how great that was. I want you to, the, you have to understand you're a pro wrestler now, Barry. The theater, it is the, the theater of t- testosterone and sweat. And you need to, to, to feel the muscles flexing from the top rope, eh? I will do my best, I, sir. Not quite the energy I'm looking for, but it's a start, eh? Your enthusiasm is overwhelming, Mary. <laughs> Once you hire um, Eugene Jobbersmith, you've, uh, he's into the battle wagon. He's been shoved in. He's, he's ready to do his moves to, to start the race. <laughs> and you have this uh, hulking... Goliath that comes in uh, has a podium and uh, reads off the ceremonial rules. So, hello. Welcome to battle wagon racing. In the great Nicadian race, as we all know, there's not many rules. Uh, The first one, though, is no wagon teleportation. You can teleport, but your battle wagon can't. If you do, you will be disqualified, you hoser. Um... Moving on, <laughs> if you want to win, it's quite simple, right? You simply have to um, reach the finish line. Another thing to note, ever since the incident of 96, we've implemented a new little thing. It's called racers. So you notice that before the race, they kind of gave you like this kind of like little jacket to wear for the race. Uh, now, these bracers are to only use if you feel that you are about to die. If you do use it, once again, you will officially become a hoser and thus be disqualified. Your team will not be disqualified, but you will be. It will protect you from any other uh, situation, but you will essentially remain in the bubble stuck for a long period of time. Now, for the last little rule, it's quite simple. There are none. 
left. So enjoy yourselves. And once the green gitch activates and explodes, you may begin the race. And as you see that she starts saying that, you see that they're lighting up the boxers. And then the first one explodes. The second one starts to burn. And now I'm going to ask you mm. to roll your D20 with your speed modifier added to that. Okay. Yeah, I think Big Mary, is he's strapped some goggles on and he's sitting in his little little pilot's chair up at the front. He's got two levers and he's, yes, the thrill of the race. And rolled a 16. Perfect. Also, if you have a skill you, uh, that you'd like to add to, that you can justify, be applied as well. He does a front flip into the seat. <laughs> so acrobatics, I'm assuming, that's how much? <laughs> 22. Perfect. 22 it is. I'm actually going to have to have you uh, roll again because you tied with another battle wagon. Actually, wait, what's your speed modifier? Oh. Our speed modifier is plus one. Plus one. Let me check. Wait, no. It's plus two. two. Sorry. I was looking at the wrong. Plus two, uh, I, I believe. At the OG. All right. So it's actually uh, going to be someone else in front of you in the uh, battle wagon. Ah! We've got to kill those tabaxis. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny you should mention that. It's not the tabaxis <laughs> that are in front. It's Mega Moose. Ah. So as the... Uh, the final boxer, the green boxer explodes. The battle wagon race starts. Hello, Chad from Legends, a superhero story here. Matchplay Games is a brand new Canadian gaming company releasing our first game, Legends, the superhero role-playing game, later on this year. For over four years, my son Jack and I have been working on this game, and we are super excited to finally be sharing it with the world. With over 100 different powers and over 200 abilities and enhancements, the possibilities are endless when creating your hero. Please check out our website at www.matchplaygames.ca for more information, and follow us on social media at Matchplay Games to stay in the know. If you love board games, miniature games, role-playing games, historical games, party games, Star Wars games, children's games, collectible games, dice, and science fiction and fantasy books, the Sentry Box is a place for you. It's the largest gaming store in the world with a total of 19,000 square feet. If you're a board gamer, check out their huge selection, ranging from popular games like Catan, Ticket to Ride, Dominion, Azul, Carcassonne, Seven Wonders, Power Grid, and Mysterium to games that are a bit more obscure. Whether you like to play miniature games or just collect miniatures for display and dioramas, they have a wide variety to choose from, including a full range of Warhammer and Dungeons & Dragons miniatures. They also carry a number of other miniature ranges and games, including Battletech, Flames of War, multiple Star Wars miniature games, Team Yankee, Bolt Action, and many other historical miniatures. They also carry a large selection of hobby-related products, including paints and accessories. The Century Box also offers some licensed games for beloved franchise such as Marvel and Harry Potter. If you're a history buff, they have a huge military board game and book section. Whatever your period of interest, chances are they have a game or several for you. If you're a video gamer who wishfully looks back on the good old days, the Century Box also has a large selection of vintage video games. Additionally, the Century Box always wants to support the gaming and hobby communities. When permitted, the Century Box has space for open gaming, and they regularly host events including board game nights, Dungeons & Dragons, and both a miniature painting demo 
and evening to play miniature games. The Century Box has been the place to come for gamers for over 41 years now and has over 100,000 items. So whatever game you're into, they likely have something for you. Come and check them out. You can find the Century Box in Calgary, Alberta or online at thecenturybox.com. Rule for Adventure. Adventure Dice is your Canadian source for RPG dice, role-playing game accessories, and other tabletop gaming goodies. Many of the items on our site are handcrafted here in beautiful British Columbia, Canada. We are a husband and wife team who want to share our love for tabletop gaming with the world. Between the two of us, we have been playing D&D and RPGs for over 40 years. We love telling stories. Find Adventure Dice products at your friendly local game store, at conventions, or online at www.adventuredice.ca. Green Box explodes. The battle wagon race starts. And you will see on roll 20, there will be an order. So you start and arrive in like an area that kind of like zones in at the very beginning. So you're kind of like you have space to kind of pass someone, but you don't have really space to like necessarily be more than two battle wagons next to each other. And you're doing great for the start, right? You're in second place in comparison to everyone else. In front of you, you have the moose. However, you also have the annoying little sprites right behind you. And now, as for the moose, seeing that you guys are behind him, looks at you for a second and says, Nobody messes with Mega Moose. And he is going to roll a... Does an 11 hit? I'm assuming no. Does not. Uh, and now it is... Does not. Your turn. Big Mary will try to faint the Mega Moose. Um, so yeah, just kind of... Like, it, it tries to shove us, and he's going to he's gonna use its sort of uh, momentum towards to kind of uh, try to lead it lead it harder to one side and then pull ahead all right and that is a the 19 no that's a four uh sorry no, four, a 10 so that's a no bueno he's gonna try to push into you and he's gonna look he's gonna be confused so he kind of stops for a second and that gives you the time to pass him up and go in front of the orb real quick uh you see that behind the the sprites uh kind of pop out two rows behind and they throw like some what seems to be fireballs at the moose. And then for the rest, well, that's happening. Some stuff is happening as well. The moose took a few hits. As for the others, they do a couple other things. Perfect. And awesome. You see the tabaxis are able to maneuver in front of the orc area. The orcs tried to hit them with a, a break maneuver, but were unsuccessful and the rest is kind of hard to see with the cloud dust and all that so you don't really know what's happening in the back but you hear some clang clang probably some action okie doke next round of battle so roll uh your d20s uh 12 yeah flat 12 uh and then the wagons speed gets added to that right uh yeah exactly so you had a 22 so now you're at a 34 okay yeah. Okay, I see. Okay, cool. So while you're dashing and dodging throughout the area, you actually see that Megamoose is, he's like right, right, right behind you guys. Uh, I, I don't believe I need to tell you this, but Megamoose is right on our tailpipe. I, I, 
I would like to rage, please. Yes. Go right ahead. <laughs> I would like to rage. And would you say that Mega Moose is within 30 feet? I would definitely say that. Excellent. You see, as Audrey goes into a rage, she bursts into water and then materializes on the top of the moose instead. Uh, and then I can make one attack as a part of my action. And I'm going to stab that moose with my trident. <laughs> God, um, I love when she does this. <laughs> perfect. So you're stabbing the moose. Okay, perfect. Stabbing the moose. That was not good. Um, math. 14. Uh, so you stab the moose, but its hide is so thick that it doesn't seem to be doing much as of yet. So its AC is a tad bit higher than that. That's upsetting. Who's the people behind the moose? Are we able to see that? Yes. Uh, so the people behind the moose are the sprites. So that is the flame striker team. And they were chucking just recently fireballs at the moose. Make moose. I have an idea, but they're phased. I can't actually do that. Are the drivers of the moose The moose are humans. The, mo- the, moose, are <laughs> the, the moose drivers are humans. The power behind the moose. Yes. <laughs> the people on... <laughs> the people on top of the moose are human. Except for me. I'm not a human. Yes. <laughs> I would like. But I am a people on top of the moose. I moves. am a people on top of the moose. I'm going to try it. I don't know. Can I. Is someone steering the moose or are they just kind of sitting on top? So it seems like they kind of have. Like you have one that has like reins to guide the moose. And it, like there's the co pilot that does that. And then there's another one that seems to have like um, what seems to be like kind of like a. A nitro boost for the moose. It seems magical in nature, like it, like essentially like a mega haste spell. I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast, targeting the one, the pilot, the, the rants. I have an idea. For sure. Just kill the pilot. It's a good no, idea. I have a, I have a different idea actually. <laughs> I, I think I think I might know your idea, depending okay. on what uh, uh, Eldritch invocations you have. Yeah. All right. Do I just roll for both? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, that is a 14, the first one. A 14 for that one hits, yes. Okay, and the next one is a 17. And that hits as well. He takes 28 force damage. 28 force damage. Somehow, even though you hit him like a truck, the person in charge that had to keep control rolled a natural 20, so he was able to keep control with his, uh... Because I have an invocation, um called Grasp of Adar. I would like to move the pilot 10 feet closer to me. Sure. Let me just check again. <laughs> and that's why, that is the reason why I actually made the, the battle wagon system for um, for the moose and all that. Okay. He was there, and you're gonna, moving the him. The moose is going to run him over. Oh, God. That <laughs> he's going to drop down in front of that pilot. moose, and he's going to get trampled. <laughs> He's got his bracers. He's, he's got his little magic bubble. He's okay. He'll be fine. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Eugene, you know, like, also- watches this happen and is like, guys, what the fuck? <laughs> also, I just, I just realized I was picturing the moose, like, I don't know what I was picturing, like him standing on a wagon, just like not moving his legs. No, no he, the moose is running. The moose right? is yeah. the wagon. Yeah. I, was, I was picturing the moose standing in like a big red wagon. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> I just 
just figured it was just like, yeah, the moose, and it was just like this little crown on top of him that just had everyone just sitting in like a little circle, yeah. like, yes, this race is my dude, Alvin. So, um, what you see is the, uh, the pilot is still on top, but he has lost control of like the place. So you can kind of see the moose is kind of like less, uh, properly moving. He's still able to maneuver, but, um, mechanically what that, what happens there is he actually falls behind a bit. Aha! Wait, I'm on the I'm on the moose as well. He's he's holding the chain and now he's like hanging off the 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 moose's nose or something like. With that movement, like he was holding just before he was about to fall off the edge, like that's where the spell ended. So he's kind of like there's the edge, there's him, ah. um, uh. and there's a barbarian who just teleported real quick. So what I will <laughs> say though is, Emily, if you want to teleport on the other battle wagon, that you can definitely do the flame one, the All sprite right. one, for next round. Hold on. I'm just gonna go for that real quick. Is there anything else for uh, the other guys? I don't believe he Mike did a, a round. I guess that's an action. So uh, whoever ends up behind us, uh, I think they would pull up behind us and they would see a bumper sticker <laughs> on the back of the wrestling <laughs> ring that says, "If you can read this, honestly, I'm impressed, you uncultured swine." Uh, and then he's gonna break. Okay. So I'm going to try and smash him with these new cow catchers that are sort of on the bottom of the ring on all sides. You're doing a break or a ram? I, I think it would be more a break for the person in the back. A break, yeah. So roll a speed roll. And if you can justify a skill that you can add to your speed roll, that works as well. Uh, I think, yeah, I think I, I rolled an 18. So with the speed, that would be a 20. Uh, that's a hit. So you see kind of like, you know, you hear like a crunch happening with uh, the battle wagon with flame striker as it takes 10 points of damage. And you see the sprites looking at you and they kind of do like this. Oh, the, the, they, they put the eyes on you. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Barry yeah. runs down to the edge. And while they're pointing yeah. at their eyes and pointing at his eyes, he's doing the John Cena like, no, no, you can't see this. You cannot see this. Awesome. Um, and in response to that, what they're actually going to do is they're going to just chuck a big old fireball your way. So, oh, Emily, you will not need to do a reflex save because you're not there. Um, and now, important question, uh, does Mitchell, Mitchell or Mike, which one of you decides uh, to roll for the battle? Uh, I would, I think, as the, as the pilot. Perfect. So... What I'm going to say is essentially for the battle wagon, add the speed modifier plus your save. For the rest, if you succeed with the speed okay. save, you succeed. Uh, for the rest, roll your, uh, sorry, yeah, roll your save. So if if I fail, everyone has to roll. If I fail the wagon's roll? Exactly. If you fail, everyone has to roll. Okay. Uh, also, just for everybody's uh, knowledge, I, I am a paladin. So if you're within 10 feet of me, you get plus okay. one to saving throws. You know what? I'm going to roll, roll a tool, so um, sure, you get that extra bonus as well. I got another 12 plus speed uh, is 2, so 14 plus 1. Do, do any of my, does my dexterity, does my nimble driving count in there? Or yeah. Okay, so yeah, I have my dex as well? as well? Yeah. Okay. 21. The battle wagon... Ah! And the crew, please roll for some damage. Uh, okay. I got a net 20 on my save there. I've got a 16. Uh, I got a 20. Go team. So anything 
below a 21 is a uh, is a failure because of their uh, attack buff. Evocation called Pact of the Talisman. Can I? It's where I've rolled 1d4 and add that if it's a, added to a saving throw if it's a failure. Am I allowed to use it for this? Or? Yep. Okay. I got a three, so that turns my roll into a 23. And that definitely saves you, so you take half damage then. Yay. I don't like taking damage. <laughs> that is a total of 27 damage. So if you have Oof. passed the save, it's halved. If not, Round up or down for damage. Yeah, so essentially that would be 13 points of damage if you... Uh... Okay, uh, with my uh, monk evasion, I, I passed, so I take no damage. Hurts. Awesome. And actually, I'll use my reaction, and Ooh. I will take Joey's damage. Uh, so, because I'm a paladin of the crown, I have a reaction. Ooh. When a creature within five feet of me takes damage, you can use a reaction awesome. to take the damage oh. yourself instead. Eugene, right. I have no! to roll for that. Eugene. I forgot about that. <laughs> we have to protect Eugene. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry, Joey. I'm taking Eugene's no! damage. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Eugene sorry, didn't Joey, pass. Sorry, Joey. He's He's taking that... 27 points of damage and this, uh, somebody else takes it. Yeah. I'm, I'm throwing myself, so, I'll throw so myself Eugene's in front like, of Eugene instead oh, of Joey. I, I guess you really... It's not deadly <laughs> at all. Thank, thanks, bro. Thanks, Barry. And Barry is a pile of ash on the ground in front oh, of him. God. Like, all his bones got scattered across and are slowly being pulled back together by whatever oh, terrible magic keeps him alive. Well done, Barry. <laughs> now pull yourself together. Uh. Hoorah, sir. Yeah, uh, uh, Big Mary grits his teeth and squints at the road ahead. (laughs) Thin hair. (laughs) This cot blows in the wind. So yeah, so to sum up, right now, you have one of your partners that is on the moose, the mega moose right now. Uh, In front of her, she sees the sprites just chucking their fireballs. And if you look behind... You can see a bit far away that there's a gnome that's on the orc thing and starting to like fence with uh, with the orcs, and then you also see uh, the tabaxis that super silent, like they've just been like they're like swooshing left and right very smoothly. And weirdly enough, though, you just you don't really see the the tank behind. It seems to be either it's slow, either it's just the dust. It's mm. it's a mystery. Now I'll ask you guys to roll once again for the speed. Uh, yeah, someone else want to roll the speed on this one? Or is it the pilot every time? I'm uh, on a it's moose, simply the pilot, so... but anybody can be the pilot if they really want. So <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take myself yeah, out of yeah. that. I'm on a moose. <laughs> uh, take it away, uh, sir. This is, uh, Fuck yeah. I got, I got an at 20. <laughs> this, this, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. So, what's the total? <laughs> uh, the total. Uh, my proficiency is three. My dex is... <laughs> Damn. 28. 28. Oh, wow. Okay, that's... Uh... Riz, would you say it's, it's really pretty fast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 wheeling. <laughs> it's wheeling, wheeling really fast. Contractually obligated. <laughs> <laughs> These lawyers are all over me. 
Yeah, there's, yeah we just look over. There's a, a briefcase with wheels with a bunch of lawyers just making sure we we hit the uh, dock the eyes and cross <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, they're like looking at you, like staring profusely. They're like, I have we a, know I have what you did. I have a question. Um, <laughs> is this a, like, does the wagon need to cross the yes. finish line or do all of the riders need to cross the finish line? Because <laughs> I'm... Okay. The wagon, <laughs> as long as the wagon and one rider uh, is still okay, uh, in good. the wagon. I was a little bit that's, worried that's for a second fine. there because I think I'm quite far back. So the sprays were behind you, if I recall yeah. Right. yeah, perfect. So they were behind you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they were behind the moose, and now they pass the moose. The moose, with like the actual person there removing themselves from the pilot thing, is like disoriented. It's like Mega Moose needs help. Uh, <laughs> as it happens, feel bad about stabbing him. And I'll well, do it again, <laughs> but I feel bad about it. <laughs> because you're there and you're able to see, you see the forks <laughs> are actually able to pass the um, tabaxis, the arrow, and they have a gnome just still fighting constantly, trying to fend off of, uh, those guys. And you, in the back though, what you see is <laughs> the ones in the back, the tanks just explode, <laughs> like with that big. Well, however, with that explosion, something happens that is very unsettling. The vibrations create um, some shaking. And I'll remind you that this area has hills, but if you notice on the Roll20 map, there's also rocks. So with that explosion, there is a small avalanche of rocks going down, and I'll ask the believe it is either the pilot or the co-pilot, whichever is more comfortable, to roll a reflex save. DC 14. And you'll use your dexterity modifier right. of the uh, battle wagon. Right. Everyone, hold on! Uh, another 12. Uh, <laughs> and it's a... Uh, is this a saving throw? Yes, it is a saving throw. Okay, that <laughs> is a uh, 18. And 18. Oh, plus the uh, 20, plus the wagon speed? Uh, or yeah. Or just... Okay. Yeah, 20. I know, actually, it'd be dex. My bad. Anyway... Oh, okay. It's, the it's wagon a DC dex. Four, yeah, but it's DC 14, so you pass abundantly, so it's all set Yay. in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it, let me just check for the orcs, because they're is, not... It, is the moose okay? <laughs> <laughs> the mo- poor moose, huh? Yeah, poor Audrey. Um, the moose is named Eugene. If the moose is okay... <laughs> Audrey's on the moose. Oh, true. Um, <laughs> so, the moose actually does pass. Okay, good. Barely, but it does pass. Okay. Um, surprisingly, the orcs as well with their big hulking machines seem to be fine, uh, but the tabaxis actually fall back even more. So, it's the gnomes that are now in front. What are the gnomes driving again? They are driving uh, dragonfly. So, it's if you look on the map, it kind of gives you a good idea. It's kind of like... Mm. Um, imagine if a ship was put on, on like kind of a battle wagon, but it's like a okay. slim ship. Ship. Okay. If you notice, uh, probably the the only person that would have noticed this is Audrey. They're very good at dodging out of stuff. Like they're very good at just like moving in and out of stuff in that way. With that, we now have a new. Oh, right! I forgot about those fireflies. Uh, not firefly. Pardon me. Those sprites. Those little. Trigger happy strike uh, sprites. Uh, they also pass. So 
with that, we now have our new order. And I believe we're at a new round. Perfect. So if you would so kindly roll your speed die. That is a 27. 27. Woo. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I got a 19. <laughs> Ooh, perfect. Oh, awesome. So the moose. <laughs> What's the moose doing? The moose actually passes the sprites. Oh, excellent. Okay. Hello, Aubrey. <laughs> oh. And, um, hold on. Just need to rough those. Oh. Well, it's an, okay. it's an audio medium. They don't know that I waved. Yeah. I waved. <laughs> yeah she, the, the big <laughs> hulking orcs, um, <laughs> try to, to pass the sprites unsuccessfully. And then the gnomes stay in their area. And finally, the tabaxis actually pass the gnomes. Uh, and now, yeah, go ahead. Yes, uh, Barry, great job saving Eugene. Now powerbomb him and get us a nitro boost or something. I, I, I'm afraid, sir, I am nearly dead again. <laughs> and uh, what? it's just going to like, hit one of his arms crawls over to his head and then sticks it back onto his body and they start like reassembling as he casts uh, Lay on Hands on himself, uh, healing himself for 30. Yo, fair. Good call. It's going to be my action, so I can use my reaction to save Eugene again. <laughs> yeah. We have to keep Eugene safe. safe. Perfect. Um, my god, Barry, you're embarrassing me in front of the Mega Moose. <laughs> Mega Moose. Sad. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna stab the moose. <laughs> I get right. it. Go right ahead. I'll let you know though, that because you're technically an initiative, uh, the um, humans will try to take a stab at you. I can bring it on. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bud. Um, hold up, now math. Twas a 24 hit the moose. That definitely hits the moose. Hell yes. Fuck, I rolled a one. Uh, four damage. <laughs> you um, but I get two attacks, so can yeah. I stab no, it again? Yeah, definitely. Stab it again, and I crit fail on the second stab, so that's fine. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> um, roll a little... Because um, I'm assuming that if you're stabbing the moose, you have to not be like in the center of the wood, right? You have to be on the side trying to stab him, right? So roll yes. a quick reflex save, uh, dex save for me, just for fun. Oh, no. Oh, wait, I've got advantage on this. Then you should be totally fine, right? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Uh, 22. Yeah, you're fine. You're, Excellent. Uh, the, uh, the moose uh, cries, tries to shake you off unsuccessfully. As uh, uh, yeah, Go ahead. And then as a bonus action that I forgot to explain while I went into rage, but when I went into rage, a uh, long chain with an anchor at the end appeared out of my uh, right wrist that I'm holding on to. So as a bonus action, I would like to please, I can use this appendage to strike at one creature of my choice that I see within 15 feet. I'm assuming on this moose, one of the humans is within 15 feet of me. Yeah, there's so... Uh, just real quick, there's one at the edge. So, like, say you would be on the right side, he would be on the left side of the edge. 
in range. Okay. And then you have the co-pilot, and then you have another guy that took the place of pilot instead of him. Cool. Um, it says that uh, it might they, they the target must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pulled up to 10 feet in a straight line towards me. If I throw it at them, can I push them instead, though? Question mark? Maybe? Or is that too attacking? You know That's I'll, kind I'll, of attacking, I'll right? hand wave it and roll of cool that you can push them towards the edge if you want. Yeah. I would like to do that. He has to say, but it's a strength saving throw. Ah, you know what? Ugh. Ah, <laughs> I'm asking too many questions. I can pull him towards me. He has to, uh, the target must succeed on a strength saving throw DC, I wrote it down. DC 14. That's an 14, exactly. And what did we say for, yeah, tie okay, means you ties. get the hit, so that means you, you do get it. Yes! <laughs> do that then. And if it's okay, I'd like to push him. I know it says Paul, but I'd like to push it. <laughs> you know, it's a gi- it's a giant anchor at the end of a, at the end of a. You're on chain, a mega moose. Right? Uh, <laughs> let's hand wave it. So you push the guy. You see that his headgear takes off, and you see this luscious blonde hair, a bit like Adventure Time, just like whoa! As he pulls the harness and puts himself in the bubble, and you have successfully incapacitated one of the members of the mega moose team. And Aubrey uh, waves like the queen as he, <laughs> as he falls. Nah, I fucking flip him off. I'm like, see ya. <laughs> and as he falls, you see him kind of like get kicked by Mega Boost a bit like um, a ball. Mm. And he kind of like gets thrown a bit like Team Rocket, blasting off. <laughs> off again. Awesome. <laughs> and that's, that's all I can do. Perfect. <laughs> um, now, next what the other team is going to do as there is it is relevant because we have a person on Mega Moose uh, actually Mega Moose is going to do something to um, you guys too he's going to try to shove you guys so natural 20 please roll your dex or sh- uh, strength roll dex is 26 26 that's actually a success on their side with a 28. They are actually going to pass you. So now Aubrey is in the lead. It's a one-hand for Aubrey, eh? <laughs> Get to the nose, Aubrey. <laughs> Hold your trident from the nose. We'll cross the line first. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just imagining Aubrey just like takes Mega Moose. It's like, we are... <laughs> my moose now, bitch. <laughs> and as you get passed by Mega Moose and Aubrey, who's uh, progressively taking over the, the Mega Moose, you get an attack from the sprites right behind you. Wait, did you did you actually do an action? I believe so, right? You you did an Maybe. action. Yes, yes, you did. Uh, I'm actually do. Oh, you didn't do your mechanic no. repair. Go right ahead. Yeah, mechanic repair. Am I able to do anything else aside from mechanic repair? For the mechanic rolls, uh, you can definitely do... Uh, yes, yes. It's a bonus action, isn't it? Yeah, so action and bonus action. So you can do something okay. else as well. I'm going to use my bonus action to roll a d20 to repair any damage to the wagon. Because I'm pretty sure it got damaged. Did it? Throw a fireball? It did. I was assuming uh, somebody tracked it, but I can, it was a total of 27 points of damage. 27, yeah. Yikes. Okay, so oh yeah, I'm going to roll uh, d20 to repair damage. 
Hirsch. Uh, it's 14, so... That's seven points. Half the time. Yeah, seven points, so it goes seven points. Okay, for my action, for spells, if the spell has a cost of gold pieces, because one of the components requires, has like a price you need to buy, am I allowed to cast it, or is that a no-go? Uh, well, you did receive a big pile of gold, so I would say yes. So if I have the equivalent value of gold, I can cast the spell? Yes. Okay. Can I see... How big is the sprite's, uh... Wagon? 10 by 10. Okay, um... I would like to... Summon Aberration. To summon an Aberration on top of their wagon. I like it. I don't <laughs> know what's gonna happen, but I like it already. Go right ahead. It's it's going to be a star spawn. So, but it would take it, it takes its turn apparently immediately after I do. Perfect. Alright, so as they're about to throw their fireballs, they look, they see this. How big is it? 10 by 10? Uh, it's not, I don't think it's 10 by 10. I think it's just, it occupies just a 5 feet. 5 okay. feet. It was just to figure out, like, is it big enough to even summon it on it? <laughs> okay. Um, sprites. Yes, no, it, it, it works for the, the sprites. Um, you know what? I'm just going to roll to see if it doesn't, like, like, do you summon it, like, just on there or like on top of them and it drops is what I'm asking. It, if I I see a point and it summons on the point that I see. Okay, so you're gonna drop it, just, it on? Yeah, it's, okay. Well, I'm not. I'm just gonna pop it on top of the, like, hey, what's up? Alright, ah. well, they are going to uh, they were going to try to attack you guys, but now they are actually they are going to try to attack First, I'm just going to roll a quick will save because it is a star spawn, and that is Cthulhu, and that is going to scare probably some of them. Uh, so yeah, they actually are scared towards that creature. So instead of actually attacking you guys, they're going to try to roll their fireballs towards him. I'm going to say there's two of them right next to the guy. They're still going to try to hit because uh, just write it down. It's health. Perfect. And then. So there's one that's going to cast a fireball that's right next to him, and another one that's not. So first one, okay. second one. Why am I rolling dice? That's not how fireball works. Brain fart. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, go right ahead. There's oh, uh, two, two fireballs. Because they're still on their, their thing, it's a DC 21, and you get one attack of opportunity for one of the sprites. So go ahead. Okay, so do I have to roll like, the saving throws for the... Fireballs first and hitting things? Or? Yes. Okay. So, how many were being cast? Two, you said? Two. Or one. Okay. So, two saves. So, the first one is a 21. The second one is a 12. So, both hit, uh, but you do get an attack of opportunity. So, go right ahead and roll that one, rolling the damage. Does a 21. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, it takes. 14 uh, second damage. So you see as this sprite throws its fireball and just kind of like <laughs> explodes. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I summoned him. He was so young. <laughs> no. So yeah, one sprite down. And the second. Oh, the sprite exploded. Yeah, sorry. The sprite exploded. My bad. My bad. I was kind of confused. I was like, why are they so sad about the sprite? Like, <laughs> oh, oh sprite we... can suck it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, See ya. Alright. Um, and as for uh, the other one, 
Well, he's kind of scared. Honestly, you know what? After seeing that, their sprites, I'm gonna roll another. Okay. Yeah. So you just see three sprites after seeing their friend just explode. Uh, that jump off the battle wagon and just pull their, their harness. So there's two <laughs> left on the battle wagon. They're like, wait, what? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. we're not getting paid enough for this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they us that much. Hell yeah. Hell this yeah. is a party wagon, not a battle wagon. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if, anyone, if any of the wagons are going to say peace, be that one. <laughs> so yeah, so you now officially have two two sprites left and for the damage the first fireball that's 29 points of damage the second one is oh wow uh 30 points of damage damn so yeah it's the the aberrations down oh still though you you scared the crap out of uh three of them and they're out of the race there's only two people to manage that so i'm actually gonna rule it as they kind of lost control so they're gonna go behind by one having so young <laughs> perfect and now, you see the orcs are going to try to smork and try to just ram into you. Remind me, what's your AC? Uh, 19, I believe. Yes. 19? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it hits, but we never know. Um, so, the the you see the female orc in the co-pilot seat that presses the pedal to the metal and accelerates like crazy, but with these three on the die, it's it's not enough. Like they go in, they try to get there, but they don't have enough speed to catch up and uh, hit you in the back. Not today. And you see that while they're going back, they have like their veins bulging and they're no longer doing thumbs up. They're just flipping off. They're like, screw you. All right. So now the arrow with its backs is kind of just like derails and you see it shift to the side and fall to the the side and now you're down to one two three four five battle wagons in the race and you see a crossroads a big sign with danger and then shortcut smiley face you have the other direction which is detour safe frowny face which way does it look like the moose is going (laughs) the moose looks like he is going, given the, uh, the fact that he saw someone going off of his back, he looks like he's going for the shortcut. If if I see that my teammates are going the other way, uh, before they're out of range, I'd like oh. to teleport back. Do not worry. <laughs> my only fear was that you were going the other way. <laughs> Excellent! We live dangerous. Excellent! Let's make this fun. Let's, uh, let's roll uh, speed and see if this successfully works. Okay. Uh, first time rolling low on the speed. What's the, the number? Eight. Ooh. Uh, so the moose is still going to go first, followed by you, and then, yeah, still the orcs. And as for the rest, they'll go, uh, they'll go in the same directions with the exception of the gnomes that actually go behind the uh, dragonfly. Uh, sorry, the opposite. The sprites actually go behind um, the gnomes, having lost all their stuff. Uh, so you see the moose going towards the shortcut. Before, though, he is going to try to kind of break in your back. A 15 doesn't hit, right? That's an AC of 19. Correct. Ah, so the moose tries to back up, sees that like, just uh-huh. to give a good 
kick. So the moose tries to move forward towards the shortcut. And now it is Aubrey this turn battling the two remaining members of the hull. I would like to use my bonus action first and try to pull the pilot closer to me. So they have to succeed on their DC 14 strength saving throw. I'm trying to pull them away from their piloting position. I got a 17 on the die, so... No! Okay, then I'm going to run up and stab them with my trident. (laughs) All right. Fine! Yeah, the trident just has plan B written on the side of it. (laughs) Okay, my first attack does not hit. It was not... Wait, 11? Uh, 11's not a hit. Yeah. The second one was worse. It was a... Oh, so you see somehow this person that's holding the the wheel and seems to be able to do like the dodges in cartoons where like they curve in their back, they curve out, <laughs> and he kind of like t- looks at you and pulls out the tongue. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking end ya! <laughs> Try me. He's going down. I'm gonna fucking kill you. We cut away to our WWF. Really, really fast. <laughs> now. Bartholomew, I, I believe the path has been laid out quite clearly for us. There is a safe way that has been written on the sign. That's, uh, sorry. Mary, uh, 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 I lost the accent. Hold on. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, never in a million years do I walk the safe path. Uh, Barry, you know this. this I live dangerously. We are going to the left. Also, of course, we need to retrieve Aubrey. Forward, onward, to the left. Would you maybe be a dear and body slam Eugene on the Nitro uh, platform? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, very sorry, Eugene. And then gets up on the uh, corner turnbuckle and does like a flawless front flip body slam onto <laughs> Eugene uh, to hit the Nitro button. Oh, my God. He's like, oh, that was fun. <laughs> I'm glad you're Eugene. having a good time, Eugene. <laughs> I'm just glad I'm included. <laughs> Aww. You know what? As a bonus action, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on Eugene to give him plus two AC. I feel so strong. Yes, you look it as well. You're you're my strong and special boy, Eugene. I've been doing push-ups. Nobody's ever told me that. Not even my mom. I am your mother now. So then, I guess, after that chat, the nitro kicks in. (laughs) We're having that conversation while all the skin on his face is, like, peeling. Exactly. So the nitro kicks in. You see Megamoose going in that direction. You guys are going in that direction. It seems like the orcs are about to follow you. Was that a successful... We have to do the speed roll for the nitro? You have to do a speed roll against Mm. Megamoose. Oh, that's not good. It's a seven plus two, so nine. Megamoose is surprisingly quicker, so he's still in the lead. Uh, I'm gonna use Big Mary's gonna use a bit of that nitro to just try to try to faint up and and weave through Megamoose's feet to 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 get up ahead. All right. Oh no, it's not the good, but yeah, they could roll lower. I got a sixteen. You might actually beat him. Yeah, no, that's nine. Hey, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, tell me what happens. I think it's just like uh, Big Mary 
finds his uh, his his monk center, his ohm behind the the wheel here, and he just he goes into bullet time. And as the moose feet come off the ground as it's running, the battle ring uh, just slides effortlessly under each of his feet, and uh, we pull up just ahead. The dust slamming behind us as its feet are just kicking up just behind it. Yeah, and I'll uh, move you guys actually to the shortcut, and you'll see that what happens is the safe route would bring you upwards. Mm-hmm. The shortcut makes you jump. Yes, yes, this is what this is what we are. This is, uh, yeah, yeah. Big Mary this sees the, the jump ahead. He's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yes. This is what you live for, Big Mary. <laughs> Aubrey. Hold on! <laughs> Get ready for a jump. Uh, did Joey... I think Joey... Gets- oh, right. I, I forget Joey. I'm so sorry. If it, makes, if it makes you feel any better, I completely forgot I had to go. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Where's everyone? Uh, are the orcs... Which way are the orcs going? So, the orcs are also following you, and the only ones that aren't following you are the gnomes, and I believe the rest have fallen. Oh right, and the sprites, the sprites are kind of a uh, are actually going to follow you as well. So, don't like that the gnomes are cowards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they saw an eldritch horror just popping out. Like, yeah, you know what? Maybe safe to just not all gnomes are cowards. Remember, I remember. <laughs> Sorry, apologies. <laughs> I don't like to see it either. How far away are the gnomes to us? The gnomes are fairly far because you went into diverging paths, like I'd say, easily two hundred feet. Ooh. Ow! Ow! Cheese! That hurts. <laughs> so I'm not targeting the gnomes. Uh, I have an idea. Uh, how many of the orcs are there? Which one is which orc is driving? I don't know. They're still alive. Currently, there is three orcs left. There's still the female orc that is the co-pilot. Um, there's one other orc that's the pilot, and one that's kind of like repairing as it goes, because they got a few fireballs in the back. I wanted to use spells, but I want to save it. I'm just going to target the, uh, I'm just going to target the pilot for the orc uh, with Eldritch Blast. Safe bet. Okay. Seems good. Alright. Ooh, that's a 16 for the first one. Uh, that's a hit. Okay. And that is another 16 for the first one. That is a hit as well. Okay. So... They take... I, I don't like doing math. I'm, I suck at math so badly. <laughs> they take 21 force damage. And I'm going to use Hunt or Grasp of a Dart to pull them 10 feet towards me. Mm. Like I did the other one. Okay. So you see there's like the window to s- see where they're going, right? They're like, oh, I can take... And then they suddenly feel a force and Whoa! And let me just roll the damage real quick that they are going to take from being pulled and get... Crushed by their own battle bike. <laughs> Ooh, is it a lot? I'm looking at these expressions and I'm not I'm not sure how to feel. <laughs> Squished. Is either this man's either completely fine or mince me. <laughs> so you see, um, or more you hear the equivalent of a meat grinder happening on the bottom, and then afterwards it's kinda of looks like you hear I'm okay! <laughs> As he's like just on the floor, barely alive. He gets run over by the sprites. He gets rolled over by the sprites. And then he gets rolled over by the sprites. like, still fine! Hardy <laughs> people, hey? Yeah. I gotta get him. Got something. The smile on his face. 
The orc's not known for the jovial spirits, but here we are. Uh, mechanically, because the pilot was taking away, the orcs actually lose control a bit, and the uh, sprites go back in front. So now there are uh, the sprites are uh, next to Mega Moose, and they're actually going to try to get some uh, some stake right here. So they're going to roll another fireball, the classic move. Oh, Mega Moose actually saves. So uh, Aubrey, you don't take damage. I love this. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that's uh, that's our round for this one. And now for I'll ask you guys to roll another d20 for uh, the speed roll. And this is where it gets interesting. Yeah. For this one, the speed check that you'll do will determine if you pass or fail the uh, the jump. Because you have to have enough speed to actually pass. If you don't, what will happen is you'll kind of like jump and miss it maybe, uh, depending on how bad is your success uh, failure. Sorry, mm-hmm. and you'll get you'll be uh, a bit behind. Okay, uh, 13. That is a moderate success. So you actually, you do cross, but uh, you get uh, taken over by Mega Moose if he successfully succeeds. Actually, Mega Moose... Hold on, Eugene! (laughs) Oh, God. By my God, Eugene, hold on! So uh, Mega Moose jumps, tries to hit the the top, and kind of slowly slides... And I'll ask Audrey <laughs> to make a uh, reflex save to see if she's not able to like uh, jump off or beforehand or like able to grab uh, some area. So like we hit the jump, we're sailing through the air. Mega Moose comes behind us. We barely hit the other side, and Mega Moose like just eats each, just hits with its chest, <laughs> just gets those hooves up. I am Mega Moose. <laughs> so he's like he's still on top, but like he's shaking. So I'm asking Aubrey to try to. Right. He's kind of like trying to get up. I am strong. I will succeed. <laughs> but yeah, he's dropping back, way back right now. Like the sprites. 16? Yeah, you're fine. You're still able, what? even though he's waggling okay. and trying to get back up. And um, the sprites actually overtake everyone. They somehow just, I believe ah. I can fly. You know? Mm-hmm. They don't have to believe it. They can fly. <laughs> they're, they're sprites. <laughs> Singing is taunting us. Perfect. So I'll move you guys to the next area. It is Megamoose last. You, uh? you guys are here. Then those guys exploded. Those guys fell off. The gnomes are in front of you. And I forgot the orcs. Orcs. Oops. That's uh, that's pretty important. Yeah, the orcs actually just. Oh God. Okay. With two people, they try to jump. And they kind of like bump it, and they're a bit like Mega Moose, so they're trying to like pedal to the metal, so they're in the back as well. And they're a bit slower than Mega Moose, so they'll be like so. And yeah, so I guess you could say that the sprites are in the lead, followed by the gnomes, and now you guys are behind the gnomes. And now uh, you notice that on the map that there's probably you're getting relatively close to the end. There's probably like mechanically maybe three, three maybe four rounds left before you actually arrives to the finish line. Perfect. So the sprites are going to do their classic, as you all know, their favorite fireball. And they actually miss completely. So the gnomes are just really good at dodging out. And then the gnomes, holy cow, I'm rolling rocks with those gnomes. Uh, They overtake by fainting, right? They overtake the the sprites in that way. And now it's your turn. So what do you guys do? Bring out the big guns. You had big guns this whole time? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I already used 
one big gun I can probably even steal Eugene them. is like you had big guns and you didn't use them shame on you please I'm trying my hardest <laughs> please give me strength uh, <laughs> how far away are the gnomes to us they're in, like the lead the so mechanically, you would have a minus one to hit. Otherwise, uh, you would be like fifty feet away. That's excellent to me. Um, <laughs> how big is the notes card? <laughs> it is a fifteen by ten. Cool, because they seem like they actually and they're not like down three members. I'm going to use my last fourth level spell slot and drop another aberration on top of them. All right, fair enough. Eugene, look away. You can't see this. <laughs> Avert your eyes. One of the gnomes just panics and just says, I've not paid enough for this, whore! And jumps out. <laughs> after he sees uh, what happens. And the other two are fine. They're they're staying out their posts. And they have their rapiers drawn. Okay. They're brave. They're brave lads. Honestly, I'm just thinking, like, if I was a fantasy character, like, I've seen some stuff, but, like, Cthulhu horror stuff, like a star spawn, I would just be like, nope, this is above my pay grade. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, and I have a bonus action. I'm going to use my... The card's still damaged, right? Pardon me? Uh, Yes, the card is still damaged. Okay. I'm going to use my bonus action to roll a d20 and attempt to actually repair the wagon. That's two whole damage that's repaired. So that's 11 heal at hey, 27 damage. Awesome. Perfect. Uh, what about Mitchell and Mike? What is the dynamic duo going to do? Hey, Barry, what about... Uh, how does Eugene feel about another um, body slam? Uh, maybe the power bomb? There's, of course, there's the the pile driver, the, the suplex. Oh, yes. Barry is now just bouncing on all the ropes, just gaining momentum, and then is going to materialize a chair from uh, holy energy and smash it on Eugene's back to use the ram maneuver on the sprites. Okay. Awesome. Uh, so it's a speed. That is a 19. That is a hit. So they Hell take yeah. 10 damage. And it says that uses one of... Yeah, if they make multiple attacks with the attack action, this attack replaces one of them. So using the momentum of bouncing off the ropes, I'm also going to, if I can, when I'm ramming them, bounce onto their wagon. Before you do so, as I mentioned, it's a very small wagon, right? So as you hit them, (laughs) it breaks. Oh, amazing. Sweet. Smash right through. Yeah, Yeah, just smash through. And you see, like, in slow motion, you have the sprites that are kind of giving you the middle finger as they're, like, popping off the bracers. Yeah, instead, Barry's just like, you can't see this. And it's just like, now he's fully into it. Like, got the luchador mask, visor down all the way, and it's, like, flexing hard on the sides, like, really getting into the the mojo of things. I'm, I'm feeling it, sir. Hurrah, indeed. Hurrah. Yes, that's the spirit. And then Big Mary does minor illusion and, and does a big green glowing uh, middle finger to them as we drive uh, away. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Uh, yeah, congratulations. Yeah. You broke your first uh, battle wagon. <laughs> hey. And then Big Mary's going to just take defensive driving. Gain plus five on the next roll to resist an attack or effect. Perfect. Awesome. So next up in line, Aubrey, what do you do on the Mega Moose? I would like to please... I have to attack the person that I couldn't hit before. I have to. Um, I'm going to try to stab him with my trident again. 
can I say with the defensive driving that like I'm just kind of slowing down and and drifting not too far in front of the moose in case uh, Audrey needs to make yeah, a return. I, uh, I can rule that. Am I close enough to teleport back? Yeah, Big Mary, I think would would he's he's dropping back to. I'll teleport back then. I flip him off and then I burst <laughs> into water and disappear and I appear back in. <laughs> really, really fast. <laughs> Wagon. Look forward. As you do so, something happens. Oh. Which is the Starbond's turn. Where are the gnomes uh, around the uh, star spawn? Good question. So I'm assuming you put the star spawn in the center of the battle wagon. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. Yep. So currently, one of them is on your bottom, like in front of you, and is like roughly 15 feet away. And the other one is like in front of you, but to your left. Uh, and that's like roughly 25 feet away. Okay, so yeah, neither of them are within uh, Whispering or us, so they're, they're fine. They don't have to make anything kind of thing for that. So I'm going to target the one on the left. The It's just going to like kind of shamble over, manifest psychic energy, and just try to smack it as hard as it can with the psychic tentacle. For sure. That is a 17 to hit. That is a hit. So he takes... 14 second damage. Alright. And he's gonna do it once more. Perfect. Uh, 15. A 15's also hit on that one. Oh, okay. 9 second damage. Alright, you see that he's kind of like bleeding from the from his nose. It's still in the game. He's still like driving a bit. So you see the Mega Moose seems to go for the Nitro. So there's like this big magical energy that kind of pumps in. And you actually see that the Mega Moose is starting to get pissed from the fact that he's been like beaten down constantly and got stabbed repeatedly. Almost as if he's raging, you could say. No! <laughs> no! Barbarian Moose. <laughs> no! Always the worst on the highways. Oh, Gotta no, watch out just for them. Like my dream. He rolls to ram you guys. Yeah, I think he's, uh, he's right behind you. Yeah. So he's going to do a ram attack. Does a 21 hit. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. that's 10 points of damage. Okay. Ah. We're looking rough, but we're still running. And you just see that the Mega Moose is like, Mega Moose is Mega Mad. No! <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and then speaking of mad people, after seeing their friend run over, the orcs are also angry, but in a blind fit of rage, the, they forget who is actually responsible, so instead they just target the rage towards Megamoose, and they <laughs> unsuccessfully try to ram Megamoose in the back. Sorry, I forgot I was defensive driving. Uh, is that a plus five to AC as well? Uh, yeah. Then we... Then it didn't hit. Oh, okay. Ah. So it doesn't hit. Because we, we had a 24. Oh, so there you go. Heck okay. yeah. Yeah, I think as the, the moose <laughs> comes charging up, Megamoose is mega mad. Flips the indicator to the left and drifts to the right. <laughs> <laughs> mega Moose is mega sad. Aww. Oh, no. Poor Moose. Oh, no. Sucks to suck. <laughs> uh, perfect. So back into the initiative. I'll let you guys roll your speed roll. Come on. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's bad. I know. Eleven. Where are those twenty-eights and the twenty-sixes <laughs> yeah. we started off with? The disparity off with? is wild. <laughs> God, we were doing so well. 
Yeah, I rolled 19, 20, like 18, and then 3, <laughs> 5, 3. <laughs> so you, That's it. You it actually like see random. the gnomes. <laughs> they rolled really badly, too. Uh, they actually go behind you, but Mega Moose actually goes in front of you. And the orcs, well, the orcs stay in their position. So I guess Mega Moose is first, and Mega Moose is going to try to Mega Break. That is a, I think that's a hit. That's a 19 on the die. So, yep. Perfect. So that's 10? 10 damage, yes. Okay. And then it's actually your turn. Okay, I've got to watch out for these moose on the highway. And I'm going to faint to try to. Work around Mega Moose. Oh, critical. That's a one. So plus. So that's that's eight? Seven. Wait. Yeah, eight. So, yeah, no. uh, Nine. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's a nine. Funny you should say that. That actually. (laughs) No, that isn't. Um, Oh. oh. So, yeah, so Mega Moose is still in the lead with his rampaging of uh, Mega Madness. What about Barry, the skeleton? What does Barry do? Bounces off the ropes again uh, and is going to hit Eugene with another chair and go for a ram. Eugene is like, I can't speak anymore, but totally worth it. (laughs) Uh, But that's only a seven, so that uh, Eugene took that for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Just for the crowd. In the end, like, if you were to look at the crowd, they're not looking at the race anymore. They're just looking at Eugene taking a beat. Like, <laughs> Eugene! No. Eugene! <sighs> oh, actually, could I use my <laughs> second attack to throw a javelin? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. That Eugene? Poor Eugene. Right through the chest. Picks up a, uh, a shard of broken chair that just broke on Eugene's back and picks it up and then hurls it uh, at... I guess the driver. Uh, oh, that, that's no good either. That's a ten. Yeah, that's uh, that's a miss as well. Curses. Well, if that is all for Joey, are you uh, doing something? Now nah, I'm gonna use my bonus action. I'm gonna use my bonus action to actually fortify. So uh, I'm going to roll a d20 and I'm going to boost our max HP uh and our current hp by a quarter of the total value i roll until the start of my next turn four perfect and moose is just imposing (laughs) the moose is imposing how many crew are still left on the uh mooses two just the meese the (laughs) meese and the moose (laughs) the moose and the meese actually funny you should say that if you look closely you actually see the moose also has a bracer oh no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Unacceptable. Well, safety first. Absolutely no guilt whatsoever, then. I'm going to fire Eldritch Blast at the moose. All right. First one's a 12. Uh, that's a miss, yep. Uh, second one, second one, actually. That's a 20. Not actually. Actually, hold up. I, uh, I totally forgot. Because he's raging right now, that's a hit. Mega Moose, in his Mega Madness, takes 21 force damage. And I don't actually think. Can I use Grasp of Adar on the moose? Uh, uh, it's, it's a pretty big moose, so no. Is it a... What's the stats for uh, Grasp of Adar? If you can tell me it's unlimited weight, uh, but I would say probably not. Because it's not a medium creature. It's, uh, it's a pretty big moose. That'd be funny, but no, yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, he just takes 21 force damage. 
still though, that is 21 points of damage he's uh, taking. And is that total? Or is that like for both or just the first one? Oh yeah, that's a, that's for both. That's cumulative total. Okay. Yeah, still good. Um, so you can see that he's starting to feel the beating. You know, he's he's running, but he's he's starting to feel uh, the hits. My vibration's still on uh, the gnomes, right? Yes, it is. I'm assuming since it moved, are they both within five feet of it? Uh, since it moved, the one that you attacked definitely. The other one, let me just check. Yes. Okay. So they both have to make a wisdom saving throw against my spell saving DC. And what's the DC? And fifteen. Uh, one passes and one fails. So the one that passes is actually the one that you attacked, and the second one okay. uh, fails. So the one that failed takes six psychic damage. So the one that fails takes six psychic damage. Good to know. The aberration's just gonna use psychic slam. Nice cat. The psychic slam's gonna is gonna use psychic slam on the gnome in front of him, in front of it. Perfect. Go right ahead. That's an eighteen to hit. Oh, that's definitely a hit. Eight psychic damage. That gnome is dead. And how do you kill the gnome? <laughs> its body explodes. <laughs> All right. So you just see, like, yeah, fair. It's nearly raining. You know, but not in a good way. You know, you just see like weird red stuff falling out, and it's like, oh, okay. And the other gnome just says, you know what? You know what? I'm too old for this shit. And jumps out and pulls his, his thing as well, seeing his compatriot <laughs> getting uh, blown apart. Oh, man. Um, hey, Abby did it. <laughs> oh, my God. Sort of after. Forget how. You do forget how Joey does his work sometimes, eh? And, like, Big Mary just wipes the viscera off his goggles. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. Oh, uh, Eugene, you were looking the other way the entire time. <laughs> Cover your eyes, Eugene! Shield your eyes. <laughs> Don't think too hard about what's raining down. It's just... It's, it's confetti! It's victory confetti, Eugene! <laughs> you just see that Eugene, like, after getting so many beatings, like, his, his eyes are kind of, like... Bulbous, you know, after like a he's like, it tastes like salt. Oh no. Close your mouth, Eugene, my god. Oh no. Poor sweet Eugene. Eugene, no. Eugene has the taste of blood. Alright. And with that. Yes, and with that. I take a running leap at the moose and teleport mid jump. Onto his back, <laughs> and then I stab him. <laughs> Hopefully, yes. go right ahead. Fuck yes, twenty-five. That is definitely a hit. Two-handed trident stab. Hopefully for some more. Ten damage. Stabby stab on the moose. And she's yelling the entire time. <laughs> just a long extended ah. I'm just imagining like with the trident hand like. You know, or something like that, like yeah. pierces. And this time, you know, last time she tried poking it, it didn't work that well. This time it hits and hard. And you can feel that you, I don't know what you hit, but it hit like either an organ or something. Mega Moose is not going mega well anymore. He's, uh, <laughs> Mega Moose is like, he, you can see that he's on his last legs, pun intended. Good round. Uh, I'm assuming you're. You jumped and you probably climbed up to the the area. Yeah. Do you get to it? Do you get two attacks? Oh, that's true. You um, get two attacks. 
So. Do I get to attacks if I because the the um, the ghost water dive? It says it it's that is an action, and then I before after teleporting, you can make one attack as part of your action. Uh, so I don't know true. if that in, okay. includes it already. I think it's a, right. yeah. No, that's a fair point. I think it's one attack as you're teleporting. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, that makes sense. Uh, perfect. Okay. I, so I am happy with what I did. Go was able to accomplish <laughs> that. <those, so. laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. And now, um, the last person uh, group in the race, the orcs, will try once again to ram you guys. Let's see if they succeed. Nope, a five on the die. I don't think that's going to make a hit because you have an AC of 19, right? Yeah, with a bonus, mm-hmm. that's impossible. Um, perfect. And now, um, as you approach, you can start to see the edge of the finish line. You feel like it's it's getting close. Now we're in the home stretch now. As you see that, you see Mega Moose is really not doing great, right? So he's backing off. Speed roll is uh, 18. 18. Okay, well, so you definitely pass him. I'd like to salute Mega Moose. (laughs) (laughs) You see, Mega Moose is trying his best to, like, insult you, but he doesn't have hands. So, like, he's (laughs) trying to use his horns. He's like, Mega Mad, Mega F you, you know. (laughs) <laughs> and the orcs actually roll a natural 20, so they actually pass Mega Moose this time. Oh, dang. I'm falling way behind then. That's <laughs> fine. I'll catch up somehow. <laughs> and now, as you are the first place in initiative, uh, what do you guys do? Big Mary's just going to uh, drive defensively. Seems good. Yo, fair. I'll hold them off, sir. Very well. Uh, salute Eugene go up against the top ropes and be like, throw me, Eugene! And then try to bounce off the ropes and get Eugene to throw him onto the orcish car. So Eugene, Plot twist. all his uh, rippling muscle might, gives you a push to do that momentous act. Yeah, and I guess I will, while going through the air, just take out the family Morningstar, just holding it over his head, is going to try to smash down on the wagon. All right, uh, roll to attack. Okay. If you hit, I'll give you a little bonus for the fact that you're using the flavor bonus for jumping and smashing with the rest <laughs> of the The Eugene bonus. It's actually in the DM's guide. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's there. It's in the back. Oh, it's, it's there. Trust me. It's, it's exactly. <laughs> uh, that's a 20. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a hit. Uh, so then I'm also going to smite mm. uh, with a second level spell slot. Yes, get them, Barry. Add an extra 2d6 to your uh, damage. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so that is 3d8 and 2d6. And wait, that was natural 20? Or no, 20 sorry, dirty 20. Yeah. The old dirty 20. Dirty 20. The dirtiest. The filthy 20. <laughs> uh, so that is 9, 15, 21, 22 damage. Wow, okay. Uh, yeah. You can see that you like took a huge chunk away from the the, the battle line. It's still standing, but it's not doing too well. And uh, yeah, then it just screaming like, I taste victory and blood! And use the second <laughs> attack. 22 to hit. That is a hit. Can I smite again? How do paladins work? Divine smite. <laughs> when you hit with a melee can... weapon attack. Yeah. Cool. There you go. Dang. Uh, okay, so then... Oh, and it's 2d8 plus 1d8 for each spell level higher. So it's actually 4. 
So, 18. 18 points of damage? How do you want to destroy your orc battle wagon? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think the first one he just like slams into because it's it's covered there on the inside, right? Yeah. And so he cracks open the uh, the top and then just cranks on the Morningstar like a crowbar and just pries back some of the hood. And then <laughs> he just says, ah, uh, wrestling term, and then jumps inside <laughs> uh, and just starts like wailing <laughs> around with the Morningstar, just destroying all the pieces uh, the wheels, like, crumpling inwards and orcs just flying out the top. As you do so, you see, like, bits and pieces falling off. And then, like, you have the orcs, as you said, that are, like, getting propulsed away. And then the female orc looks at you and is like, call me. <laughs> I, I just might. This is a new life for me. It's very exciting. <laughs> I'm never going home. <laughs> Neither of us are, Barry. Neither of us are. Perfect. Um, now, mechanically, I will say, though, uh, next turn is the last round. I'm going to say, Barry, sadly, uh, you are also on the ground as you destroyed practically your, a battle wagon by yourself. For sure. Now, it's the final showdown between Mega Moose and WWF. Wheelie. Wheelie <laughs> fast. We got this. Awesome. Megamoose, in its act of desperation, is going to try to pass you guys and fail horribly with uh, all his injuries. With a two on the die, I'd be very surprised. That's a nine total. So I need you, the co-pilot to do a an action. In this case, it would either be Joey filling in for uh, Barry or Eugene. So whichever you prefer. <laughs> I think uh, uh, Big Marriage is just... Jo- Joey! We've. You have to body slam Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna like just salute my fucking aberration as it just disappears. And it's like, all right, Eugene, you're ready. <laughs> I finally feel alive. It's oh. good for you, Eugene. I'm proud of you. You're a good lad. All right, I'm body slamming Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's a dirty twenty. Hell yeah. Yeah. So nice. Mega Moose tries to catch up, but to no avail. Like. With your excellent uh, Eugene slamming skills, you successfully keep your uh, your lead. I think it's is going to be one of the ones where you kind of you go to hoist Eugene, and he just he does a lot of the work for you and kind of jumps and spins himself. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah and he's a pro. Strong. Yeah, he's a jo- pro. Joey's jo- jo- very lanky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So now that that turn is over, we are now in the final round. So. Roll your speed roll. I've rolled three twos in a row for Mega Moose, so yeah. That's 26. Wow. Okay, yeah. Yeah, this is Mega Moose's last chance, but things are looking pretty dear. Yeah, and I think as we as we tear away from uh, uh, Barry's, like his bones are scattered all yeah, over the ground. Yeah, he didn't pull this thing. He's just <laughs> scattered <out of> bones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Big Mary's just like, yeah, so long, Barry. No, I won't be rid of you for too long. Like a bad penny. And then just like <laughs> slams on the gas. <laughs> awesome. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to roll just to see. Okay, I rolled a three. A two, a two, and a three for his nitro boost. So, you know what? Cool. I mean, Ross. I'll stab him again. <laughs> All right, let's <laughs> yeah. do it. Go ahead, Audrey. Fuck yeah. 24? That's a hit. Hell Don't yeah. forget... Don't forget your bracer, Mega Moose. <laughs> For the love of God. 
Uh, six damage. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, he is now at zero. But wait, I nat 20 the second hit. Okay. Because I was actually going to say he hit zero hit points. So he I'm stops. good because I hit it again for a lot more. <laughs> okay. So he stops and roll your damage. 12. 12. Okay. It's not much more, but it's, it's more. <laughs> okay. Well, Mega Moose is definitely down. And the WWF reaches the finish line. As as Audrey rides Mega Moose into the dirt, I think uh, Big Mary's just going to beep, 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 just back the way. On board, Audrey. No need to rush. I'll teleport Where? over there. Just pick up my skull. My skull. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. Someone fetch Barry. I'm, uh, <laughs> there's like this huge crowd waiting for the winner. Yeah. Like, like yeah. oh my god. Oh, and then it's like just beep, beep, beep <laughs> as we reverse to get Barry. <laughs> and you have like one reporter's like. So we have the fin- final people going to the finish line, and it appears like they are taking a We'll take reverse. our sweet-ass time if we can. <laughs> yes, this is the... They seem to be picking up a skeleton and a barbarian <laughs> from the moose, and the, the pile, of course. Um, okay, uh, so this All will right. definitely go down in the as the longest battle wagon race in history. Uh, Somebody, quick, someone hurt Eugene. We need the nitro. <laughs> So, moving back, we will now move to the camera of uh, W.W. Eugene, as we all know, our favorite time of the Battle Wagon Race. As you see, uh, shots of Eugene getting hit. Yeah, everyone just... The skull biting his works ankle. And, <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. Yeah. We love that shit. It's good. Yeah, yeah, and... Uh, Think uh, power slide Tokyo Drift across the finish line, Hell showing off. Yeah, <laughs> and you see the crowd go absolutely insane. They're like WWF. <laughs> <laughs> wheelie wheelie fast. Think, uh, yeah. Big Mary jumps up on the turnbuckle and rips his shirt open. <laughs> Just holds his 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 pot belly out to the crowd. <laughs> So you see this tiny little gnome pot belly. <laughs> so you see the crowd, it's like, ah! and then Eugene does the same, and you have even a bigger voice, like, Eugene, Eugene. Like the crowd is going wild right now. Uh, uh, that's a bit much for Eugene. <laughs> I mean, okay, uh, uh, yes. All right, fair. Yes, okay. Of course, yes. Golf clap for Eugene. But really, though, the driving, hey, the driving. He's <laughs> trying to get a. Big Mary's kind of starting a chant. Driving, driving. It's just, yeah, just, it's all Eugene's. <laughs> I was saying uh. driving, sir. I know, Barry. <laughs> Don't call me Barry anymore. Now I am Tater Tuesdays. Tater Tuesdays, you are. Yes, of course. So I'm just picturing, like, Barry also gets, like, a couple fans that come in. It's like, Tater Tuesdays, can we get your autograph? You know? Yeah, yes, wait. They left my arms back on the field. It will, they'll, they'll make their way here. Um, perhaps, Eugene, um, would you be willing to sign for, of course, Tater Tuesdays? And uh, would someone uh, of height be able to place Tater Tuesdays skull upon Eugene's shoulder? 
No? Oh. I'm not. Well, I'm short, yo. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we look at each other. We're all short. Is, is anyone at the party like, do I have? Oh, of course. Oh. I'm 5'8", actually. <laughs> yeah. Eugene, Eugene, corner turnbuckle. <laughs> Big Mary climbs up on the turnbuckle and just delicately places uh, <laughs> Tater Tater Tuesday tater. Barry's uh, Tater's uh, skull up top. Um, you did well today, Eugene. As you say uh, say that, and you have all this praise, and you even have in the end, like, there's a couple of fans for, for Big Mary Mondays. Heck, the, the Goliath presenter... Uh, like gives you a beard, uh, a beard, a beer. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, uh, and the vic- <laughs> traditional victory beard. <laughs> yeah, we're all wearing our our traditional victory beards. <laughs> you see the twenty kid dwarfs that actually come is like we're your biggest fan. Uh, like, we actually get signatures from uh, Big Mary Mondays. Uh, Audrey too. Uh, Joey, you actually have like a couple of people in the hoods who are like we really like your uh, your star <laughs> Yeah, could, oh, you, you. Yeah. Uh, could, could you teach us how to do that? Thank you. I'll set you up with my page. Uh, <laughs> I'll set you up with my page and Mr. Faye. He'll be happy to have it. Cards, Just business don't tell cards, him. business cards. Don't tell yeah, him your yeah, name. Yeah. He'll literally take it. <laughs> <laughs> and in the end, they bring this big, well, this not necessarily relatively big, but this kind of like a, a tree in a pot, you know, that's still growing. A bit like a bonsai tree that has like these oh. blackberries. And it's like, congr- uh, and it's the Goliath that's presenting, and she's like, "Congratulations! Here is the blackberry tree. I wish you the best of luck. Here is also the uh, uh, prize money, as they bring a bit of bursary, and it's two thousand gold pieces in it. And then you mm-hmm. actually see in the crowd uh, someone waving, and it's Jacques. So what do you guys decide to do? Do you run away? Do you <laughs> bring the prize?" Well, a contract is a contract, is it not? Eh? Um, should we? There's, there's that charming fellow who, I'll be honest, in the adrenaline rush of the of the race, I completely forgot we weren't supposed to get this small shot. <laughs> I'm for either or. It. I pocket the golds, but I'll go talk to him about hey, the tree. I'll pocket, I'll pocket. Oh yes, too. of course, yes. I believe he's the yes. The, the gold he just is wants ours. To That's, just... I'm talking about this. Bush. <laughs> I have no attachment to the tree. And you have no attachment to anything, do you, Barry? <laughs> a low uh, blow, sir. <laughs> well, that is the only way I can hit. Yeah. So, Jacques. Hey, oh boy. Oh boy, there, Jacques. And he waves. He's super happy. He's like, Oh, we, oui, we, oui, yes, yes. <laughs> Tabarnak de Gaulis, yes. Uh, yes, we, oui, we. Oui. It was a group effort, was it not? <laughs> yes, yes comes in super excited he's like thank you so much uh and he just has like this big pouch pops the money in and it's incredible it's a huge ton it's like enough for the height of big merry mondays essentially like it stacks up in that pile he's like thank you thank you so much you are a lifesaver my boss was having my butt so i have to go get it and uh, show the product um and listen if you ever need a sponsor for your next race I am your man. We got you guys. By we, I mean me and uh, Jeff. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> yes, uh, here's here's my card. Um, and uh, perfect, thank you. Yes. Do you have any cards I could take? By the way, if uh, oh uh, yes, Jerry, I believe is handing out cards. Oh yes, here here's my here's my uh, card for my Faye patron. <laughs> oh, uh, you'll find them. 
a lovely entity. Oh, your patron. The patron, yes, of course. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, but now, before uh, we end the night, we must do something very important. I don't know where we went from Quebecer to French French, but that's a detail. He's drunk. That's why. <laughs> we must do something very important. Uh, let us feast and drink the night away. And you see the scene where there's alcohol put in, there's food, there's like big steaks. They even heal back Megamoose, who was on the brink of death, and he eats <laughs> a ton of food, drinks, and he's like, I am mega drunk as he passes out <laughs> on the floor. That is our session, ladies and gents. Thank you. Congratulations. You're now rich and famous at the same time. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. So you'll be sending the gold. Like, do I need to do, like, do you Venmo that? Is that a PayPal thing? We'll, we'll touch base after. We'll touch base after. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll nudge out the details after this. Yeah. Yeah. Can you interact? D-transfer gold pieces? <laughs> That's what uh, doggy coin is, right? It's just it, exactly. gold coins. It's, it's cryptocurrency, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, D and D, you find a lot of cryptocurrency. You know what I'm saying? Oof. In in, oh, in crypts. Oh, yeah. You stop talking to me. All right. Awesome. Yay. Perfect. Hey, all right. That, that was a blast. Yeah, Thank you very much. So much for I love that. That was yeah. great. Thank you for being a part. I love your characters. All of them. You're amazing. You can uh, listen to more of uh, myself and Mike um, on Wonders and Blunders. Uh, That's on any of your your podcatchers. You can also check out our website and uh, catch us on Twitter at Wonders and Blunders Podcast. Nailed it. No, not actually. It's uh, Wonder and Blunder. (laughs) Wonder and Blunder. Yes. And also, yeah. uh, Wonder N Blunder on Twitter. Hell yeah. Um, you can find <laughs> Legends of Superhero Story anywhere you find your podcasts, or you can check out our website at matchplaygames.ca forward slash the Legends Cast. You can follow us on social media at the Legends Cast. We've got new issues every single Monday. And then Tabletop Titties is live on Twitch on Tuesday and Wednesday evenings. We've got D&D on Tuesdays and Vampire the Masquerade on Wednesdays. And then we have our D&D comes out as a podcast on Fridays and the Le- Vampire comes out as a podcast on Saturdays. Uh, you can find more information at our website, which is www.tabletoptitties.ca. And every time I say titties, it's with double D's. <laughs> <laughs> Boob jokes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so for not presently deceased, you can find us on any social media and any actual world podcast platform at not present with the uh, moniker not presently deceased. Or you can join our Discord server, which is typically available on any of the actual social, aforementioned social media sites. Uh, we'd love to have you. We have a Discord server where we just talk about basically anything D&D related, and we also have a bunch of other things for other podcasts if you want to find just more people to listen to play D&D. Sorry, a nationwide Canadian D&D adventure was brought to you by Not Presently Deceased, Tabletop Titties, Legends of Superhero Story, Goblins and Gambles, God Dicks and Puns, Adventure Dice, Tunnel Fission Games, Wonders and Blunders, and Unearthed Arcanon. Remember to check the following small businesses. 
Match Play Games, Adventure Dice, Rain City Games, Dungeon Keep, Bugbear Bubbles, The Multizone, Sentry Box, Heroes Beacon, Critical Hit Gaming Lounge, The Boardroom, and Geeky Tendencies. Thank you for listening.